Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to the kill shit. No, let's start. Oh here. god! Ah. Oh my god! Only been a couple episodes in, already fucks it. Jesus Christ. Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to the As Always podcast, episode 118. I'm one of your host James, and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? It's pretty good, eh, then? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. good. Happy to be here, as always. Good, that's good. I'd be upset if you weren't happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe one day. Um, anyway, today we're joined by a guest today. Is it our first guest of the year? Or No, we had know. Brett on the first episode. No, in that case, don't worry about it. It's just another guest. Uh, we're joined by George Along and Fox, another one of the four pillars today. I'm doing fucking great. I don't think I've Good. actually been on the As Always podcast, have I? No, you haven't. You no, haven't. No, no, this is the first year of the As Always podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. the As Always podcast is just Kill Connor Club. Yeah. It's the same show. With, like, the numbers are the same. It's just... Like, what was Kill Connor Club? It was the official As Always podcast. Mm. Yeah, but just yeah As Always' main show. So it's just, you know, if we're not called Kill Connor Club, what are we? If we named it... We always said if we named it anything else, we'd have to start from episode one again. But if we call it the As Always podcast, it's like, well, it's the exact same show, isn't it? Like, yeah, literally, it's yeah. the exact same show. Talking about the same thing, structure pretty much the same, um, other than a few variations. But yep. it's the same fucking show. Talking to the same useless twats that make <laughs> videos, <Well>, you know? <laughs> make videos. I don't make fucking videos. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, you made a video. You made a video recently. I did. So. I did. Yeah. Here we are, here we are, uh, you know, the As Always podcast, which is brought to you by the amazing Patreon producers at patreon.com forward slash as always. That's King Richard III, Damien, Josh Devlier, Olberic, a new producer. Thank well, you. Hey. Welcome. Didlotic, Real Cinema and Hawkins, aka H12, and Seth. So we appreciate those guys uh, for supporting us. Wouldn't be here without them. I'm going to say Ballsay47 as well, because uh, let's be real, I know he's one, just the slight tier below, but he's fucking... Yeah. I don't know why we don't. Uh, he's an honorary producer. He is. He he's is literally. Sort of, yeah. There's no way. I, there's no way I can't say he's a producer. Like he's making the show happen as much as anyone. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I I kind of feel like I need to see his name. Say his name every time. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, today we've got a lot to discuss. Of course, we go through current events and news in the gaming and movie world. We're a bunch of gamers, a, a, a basher gamers here. <laughs> a basher gamers, uh, yeah. That's <laughs> so, official, isn't it? Yeah, that's that is official. Got that on uh, uh, Urban Dictionary. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, official. Um, so we've got a lot of news to cover. We've got a main topic that we're going to discuss in uh, the future of Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 4 specifically, and our early predictions for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as James and George, at the time of the recording this, just last night, defeated Yuzora, the secret episode of Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, on Critical. I'd like to say congratulations to the both of you Thank on you a much. incredible performance, incredible display uh, of gaming, of <laughs> epic gaming. Thank you. Um, it was it was a great performance, and, yeah. and you join uh, a flock of only one other person in the community that's done Uncritical, and a flock of three others, <coughs> including myself, that have just done it in general. Because even on standard, mm-hmm. most of the community has given up. That's how incredibly challenging Yuzor is. But welcome it's to the club. Crazy, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Crazy. Fantastic! That's pretty yeah. crazy. You you did you didn't even do the full list. You just did producer. I know. I, hey, bro. You, 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 yeah, uh, you, I'm. You, <laughs> Well, I thought I'm maybe you were to... getting back to it, but then all of a sudden you're like, "No, I am, I am, I am, I am going okay. back to it." Okay, you've got Not to make sure. You... Okay, let's let me. Okay, James, how many <laughs> okay. times have I done 
this. Well, honestly, yeah, successfully I'm not every time, but I'm just, you know. No, no, no it's not. Uh, sure. This ain't my first podcast. This ain't my first podcast. I'm just sure? trying to like spread a gap in the list. You know what okay. I mean? To keep it entertaining. So people aren't getting bored when I just go on a five okay. minute rant about as always. I like to break, <laughs> okay. break it up just a slight amount all for right, entertainment's sake. It's called entertainment. All it's right, but called... it's not, I wasn't expecting it. So it confused me. It threw me off. Just, you need to just trust me, happening. man. You need to like, at this point, it's been almost six years we've been okay. doing this together. You need to trust me. All right. And I, I don't like that it's been almost six years. That's it, fucking mental. That's, that's crazy. Oh, that's like closer. That's to closer stop. to a decade than it is to oh us starting. God. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. That is like it's not going to be that long, and we'll be like, we've been doing this for ten years. Like, ten what the years. fuck what? are you talking about? That's crazy. We've been doing podcasting for ten years. Fucking mental. Anyway, the, we will get to 10 years. That's a reality. Do you know why? Because of the great people over at patreon.com forward slash as always. So if you like what you're listening to here or watching here in the case of this podcast and you want to hear and see more, head over to patreon.com forward slash as always where for just $1 a month, you get exclusive access to the best podcast in the internet, the Clubhouse podcast, where there's over 77 episodes available to you to stream right now so you can go do that it's the best podcast on the internet trust me on that plus there's a free episode on James Turner you can check out if you don't believe me as well as a week's early access to the Cinema Room podcast the amazing incredible spoiler cast podcast where a few cinema connoisseurs James and I spoilers um, spoil ironically the shit out of movies television shows and video games so Mm -hmm. we've uh, got coming out at the same time this podcast is out on Patreon an episode on you season two, the Netflix show. So the spoiler cast podcast will be on that. So you can go check that out after you're done with this. So to thank a few of the sweet vintage lads, at the $5 tier or up, we have the podcast list. We need to thank King Richard, the third Damien, Josh Devalier, Olberic, Didlotic, Real Cinnamon Hawkins, AKA H 12, Seth, Ballsack 47, Casey Wood, Pink Flame through on three, Tony, the Tarbiters, Pasty Dennis, Adam Sunling, Alfie Rosell, Jamie Brown, Jesper Olsen, Lumis Mario 5380, mm, Cock, Kimisaba Gamer Cream Pies, Ollie Hodges, The Creed, <laughs> Josh J. Anderson, Brendan Obiku Overlord, Ravjai, Summer Dylan, Diogo, Benedict Parker Returns, Gwen Hughes, 2018, 1998, 20, Max H. Gene <laughs> is doing bits in the coal mines, Owen Brain, Zeke Collins, Son of a Bitch, OG Doggo, Harrisy Bad Assassin, Noah Watts, Furious Coco, Sab 2557, Nick Miller, The ACMJS, Travanovsky, Casper Coral, Smexy Dork, R- Rad Doc, uh, that's a weird name, and, I'm, and I messed up the list order there. Lewis Kassassin, S. Jaws, Emil Katborg, Josh Mora, Walshie, Ginkgo Swag, Malha is Chunky Boy, <laughs> Ashton is on Team T-Bone, Conversations is objectively, I'm not going to say that name, you're going to have to change it, I don't care how much money you pay me, I'm not saying that, <laughs> Joe the Sexy Boy Smith, Joe aka Founder Scarab, Evan Brown, Iron Rod, Luca, Alfie Robert, Brian Ford, That's How It Be Sometimes, Fishy, Ben Fryer, T-Man or Travis, Billy the Team, Tyler, Mike, Adam Robinson, and Baby Boy. Thanks for sweeping because that's helping power this podcast. Why is that list getting so long? That was it's insane. A, it's a new month. It's a new month. That was um, crazy. So a, a new month, a new list. As always, is growing. The goal for March, ladies and gentlemen, is 200 <clears throat> patrons. We're Ooh. almost, we're just two away from 190. Easily oh, can smash shit. 200 by the end of March. That's our March goal. 200 Whoa. patrons. We're crossing Whoa, the threshold. More. That gives us nine months to hit our wow. 2020 goal of 300 patrons on <laughs> patreon.com forward slash as always. It's $1, guys. It's one 
one small dollar. One dollar. And you get so much content. Literally, we had Patreon sending us emails to get rid of our one dollar tier. They're like, you can make more money, get rid of the one dollar tier. They literally were telling us to get rid of the one dollar tier. And we're like, (laughs) no, no, we are giving our content for one dollar. That's how much we care about the people. It's mm-hmm. worth way more than that. You, Patreon, Patreon thinks our content is a steal for you that. to the point they're mm. telling us, Tyler, <laughs> James, you need to get rid of that and raise the money. And we're like, fuck off. We care more about the people. So just That's $1 it. a month. Yep. We're not getting rid of that. It's $1. That's it. And you will always get access mm-hmm. to the Clubhouse podcast forever. Mm-hmm. So, it's and true. there's so many episodes. There's almost 100 episodes to, to binge. Yeah, I know. That's the insane. best podcast on the internet, James. It really is. It truly. I want to get. I, I want George to be on it at some point this year because I need him to mm-hmm. experience the greatest podcast of all time because he's never well, done the Clubhouse it before, podcast. So. Yeah, I haven't. Clubhouse never podcast. been on it yeah. ever. Which yeah. is crazy. Have you listened nice. to it? Have you even listened to it? Uh, bits and pieces. Very old bits episodes. Ah, um, uh, you have no idea. What you're in for. You, if you listen of... to one now, you'll fucking shit your pants, man. Like it's <laughs> tremendous. It's the best shit you're gonna hear. I have a distinct memory of listening to one of the Clubhouse podcasts while trying to 100% Assassin's Creed Unity, but that's like the only <laughs> fucking memory I have. <laughs> that's a terrible memory. It is an awful <laughs> memory, to be honest. It's a yeah. fucking shit memory. But the podcast, yeah. was, it, was, it was fucking hilarious, to be fair. Yeah, of course. But but if you think back then it's hilarious, like it's it's every episode I'm like, I can't believe we keep out doing this because we get more patrons and they're all characters and there's so much development to everyone. Great it's, stories. Yeah, oh, yeah so, so many great stories and so many great people and we love it. Yeah, like, it's like it's like its own little show because we've got like these running stories that link from episode to episode and like, well, you know, it'll connect to something else because they'll be like, oh, I remember when this thing happened that links to this new event and stuff <laughs> and it's just like good fun for people following the whole podcast. It's really good. That sounds fucking And hilarious. it's also good fun for, not just for people listening to it but also the people that uh, a part of the show. I always call it, I've called it since the beginning we started the show, but it's really, because it's my, it was my vision for Clubhouse when we started it. I was calling it from the f- first, second episode, the People's Podcast. That's what I kept calling it. And because mm. my vision of it was for it to become what it now is. Uh, mm. And it happens so naturally. And it really is the People's Podcast because you can be in the show. You can be a regular you know, person that is a part of the show. If you so choose, or you can just be a listener. It's up to you. If you want to post stories, advice threads, topics, you are a part of the show. You're in the show. You do it regularly. You become a regular occurrence. We know you. We get to know people and, and their personalities and what they'll do when you you, mm-hmm. you might become a meme. It's That's what's brilliant about it. It is the People's Podcast. And yeah. uh, I, I know we're done, uh, you know, advertising as always, but I'll never be done advertising Clubhouse because I don't care if you don't mm. want to pay, whatever. It's your fucking loss. I know how good that show is. I know <laughs> how so good that good, show is. Yeah. I want everyone to be on, on it, but not yeah. everyone could be on it. Only the special ones. So become yeah. special today. Yeah, none, none of the weird people. Us. Get get the weird people out of here, man. Yeah. If you're willing to pay $1 <laughs> a month and give it a listen, you're not a weird person. You're a pretty, pretty normal guy. Oh, I don't know. There's some normal. weird people in the community. No, no, nah, they're all normal. <laughs> if, you, if you're giving us money, I, I objectively, <laughs> actually, you're, no, you're normal. That's a free objectively, pass. you're normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Amazing. $1. Amazing. Um, all right, gamers. I, uh, yeah, like, we, yes. we mentioned it already. Last night, you guys defeated Uzora <clears throat> in Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind secret episode. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you feel? I watched your reaction like three or four times because I was just enjoying <laughs> it so much. Um, and I was watching, like, I, I joined you the first, I was so exhausted. I was like, I need to go to bed. And then mm. you guys started streaming and I was like, 
there's only three people that can help you with this. You know what I mean? I'm, I felt yeah, responsible a responsibility yeah. to like give you some tips. Um, mm. You know, it's hard to give tips because it's over like text, and yeah. I was typing so fast to give you tips like in time that I'm misspelling everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was it you fucking said? To bloss. Uh, you, 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 you need to bloss. You need to bloss the attack and get the punish. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you remember that. After eight <laughs> hours of streaming, you can remember like one thing I said. Uh, uh, that was good. It was tremendous. It was tremendous. But it's, I want to know how you feel now. Uh, because, well, George, you waited quite a while when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out and w- when we were sitting in the uh, the Western Fable shopping center, uh, we looked at a copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 and you said, oh, I just haven't played it, I haven't got a rental, and people are saying it's shit. Yeah. You've now played it. James was one of those people, not saying it's shit, but he was w- talking a lot of shit. He was talking <laughs> a lot of, you were talking a lot of shit. You were talking a lot of shit. I'm not saying you said sure. it was shit, but you were talking a lot of shit. I've been a long-running defender of Kingdom Hearts 3, and I knew what would come because you were all living in this fantasy world of Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, and I'm like, it's based Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm telling you, it's already better, in my opinion, and if you don't think so, that's fine, but I guarantee you, when it's f- finished, the final mix, all the DLCs, everything's patched, it will be the best Kingdom Hearts. Um, and I, I believe I'm correct, but I want to know, James George, mm-hmm. where do you stand now you finish Remind? What's, what's Kingdom Hearts 3 mean to you, reflecting on Kingdom Hearts 3? I'll let you go, George, first. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I, I still <laughs> think... Uh... <laughs> It's <laughs> like you're ready. You're ready to leave the market. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> see you next week. Exit screen. I was just so fucking eager. I really want to get my words out. Um, yeah. What's yeah. it called? Um, yeah, I still personally, I still think Kingdom Hearts Two is it finally makes the best Kingdom Hearts game definitively. But <laughs> objectively, definitively, objectively. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I still think it is. Um, but Kingdom Hearts Three, I'd say, has a better end game. Like I, I enjoyed the data battles way more. Uh, I enjoyed Yazora more than than Lingering Will, um, but I think the pacing overall of Kingdom Hearts 2's story is is just a lot better. But Kingdom Hearts 3 is easily like my second favorite Kingdom Hearts game, like even more so than one, and I, I absolutely adore one. Um, but yeah, they, they've especially with Remind, they really upped the game like far far above anything that I thought it was going to be uh, before I played it. Because obviously everyone was going like you know Kingdom Hearts. Three is a bit of a letdown, bit of a disappointment. Um, so I was, I was sort of a little bit reluctant to play it for for a few months. Um, and obviously, when I got around to it, I was like, "That was fucking amazing! Like the story was great." And then, plus Remind on top of that, plus the secret episode, it was, it was like everything that I could have wanted from Kingdom Hearts Three, completely. And it, I'm mm-hmm. just happy that I can sit there and say, you know, Kingdom Hearts Three was fucking probably as, as good as it could have been. You know, I couldn't have asked for anything more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think reminded a lot of that because I posted a tweet the other day um, where I quoted a tweet from a year ago where I basically made a list of things that I would love to see added to Kingdom Hearts three, um, and I, I I quoted the tweet and I like ticked off the list things that were introduced and a lot of it was like additional. The only thing that wasn't was um, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the like, Pooh. That was oh. the only thing. Winnie the Pooh's really shit in Game Pass Three, so you know yes. that would be good if they if they would have made that bit better. And on top Definitely of that, not a um, game breaker for me. But, in, yeah, no, in no, the me neither. Um, yeah. Especially with all these other additions as well that I can let slide. Um, but it's uh, the other the only other thing as well is Cloud and Sephiroth's story. 
um, was not a part of the Kingdom Hearts 3. And I felt it like being a huge part of KH1 and then a huge part of KH2, it felt missing that that wasn't concluded or at least followed up in some yeah. way in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that. And I like that the Final Fantasy characters even made an appearance in Remind. That was nice. I mean, Cloud wasn't there and that wasn't a part of it, but it was nice they were even included in Remind. There must be a reason why they weren't in the main game. Maybe there was just way too much to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, that would have been nice, but everything else pretty much w- was added. Like, we got critical mode, we got data battles, we got additional keyblades, um, uh, bloody uh, additional, like, story points and everything. Um, they revamped we, the combat you know, to what you uh, wanted. Yeah, they... Re- oh, my God. The fucking combat, like, combat fixes so and everything. Good. The added, the new combos, the being able to cancel out. Oh, my God. It was fantastic that the additions they made with the combos and everything. It's like an entirely different game. Um, so... Yeah, it's 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 the game now is not what it was at launch, and I've come to appreciate a lot of the things that I disliked about the base game anyway. So like replaying on Horsey and Fox, I really like more so the whole Xehanort, uh story because I was I wasn't a huge fan of how that that ended, but yeah. I like it a bit more now. Um, uh, I still you know I'm not 100 percent on it, but I like it a lot more. Mm. And there's mm. all the all these other elements that I think is a little bit better, like the the structuring I don't hate as much. Um, although, you know, my only main issue really for the base game at this point is the, like, the, the weird structuring of how they do it. So, like, you, you go through all the Disney worlds and then you have this big period, big chunk of just ending, whereas in, like, KH1 and KH2, it's sort of split up. So, like, you do some Disney yeah. worlds, you get some Kingdom Hearts stuff, you do more Disney worlds, more Kingdom Hearts stuff, and then you do the Like, ending. they did try to put Kingdom um, Hearts things in it, right? Like, every Disney world had a, a <clears throat> organization member, right? But it just wasn't yeah, it quite wasn't enough. Same. But it, I think the reason it wasn't the same is because it paled in comparison because, to be fair, the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, the last six hours of Kingdom Hearts 3, is more story than the end of any Kingdom Hearts game by probably ten, ten times. Yeah, that's true. Like, and I mean, it the is, there's does so much story that, to wrap up. Um, <clears throat> it's mm-hmm. and, and looking back, it's a bit hard to have wrapped up any of the stories at any other point of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. sp- light spoilers, The I'll just, I'll, I'll tread around this lightly because we're going to do a spoiler cast on this. Um, but Aqua, Aqua's bit, you maybe could have mm. done earlier. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let's say the halfway point, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, when else could you have done it? It all kind of had to happen at the end. That's what it's building towards, so. Yeah. it would. But what would have been good, though, is like... I mean, you could do that aqua bit in the middle, and then... I just don't know what you could have done when I think They can't wake it. Ven because Sora's still got to find the power awakening. But then also, like, someone said this yesterday, I think it was Jamie said it on, on Horsey and Fox, is that there's... The reason for visiting the Disney worlds in KH three doesn't feel as compelling in terms of the main story. I'd agree with that. I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Because the Disney worlds that. themselves are the best they've ever been, but the motivation yes. for being there isn't as compelling and engaging as it as it mm. is in KH one and KH two. It feels like you're just I'd, going. I'd there agree with that. It's Kingdom Hearts, and you've got to go there. And it's yeah. like yeah. it's those things that let it down. But like at the end of the day, they're all small things. They're almost nitpicks in a way. Where yeah. this game is still a brilliant, fantastic game. We said this yesterday on Hosting Fox. Is that Kingdom Hearts has never gone wrong. Like, they always deliver and they always get it right. And it's really impressive that after... It's nearly 20 years since Kingdom Hearts 1 first launched. Um, oh, you know, yeah. Which is insane. And they've, they've never got it wrong and they're always getting it right and nailing it. So it's incredible and KH3 is, is, is a brilliant game. And it's going to be great in, like, a couple of years' time to, you know, revisit it and play it through again 
um, and have yeah. that nostalgia for it as well. Because yeah. I, you even have it now. Like I, when when we um, went back to see Timpani in, uh, in uh, <laughs> Toy Story yeah. World, um, just hearing the the Toy Story World music and you there with Donald and Goofy, it's like it feels nostalgic, even though it wasn't that long ago that it came out. But Kingdom Hearts has that effect um, with the way that you know it has the music and you just you just feel something for it. So it's going to be fun to revisit it in the future, and it becomes one of those classics that joins you know the rest of the rest of the old games and that's that's great and remind did did it did you know a great thing to improve that and make it make it even better so you know it's great i get emotional even you talking about it like like that because i did Mm -hmm. uh, one of my latest videos was uh my top 10 favorite games of all time yeah and i i I, you know i had a lot of thought about it um and it came down to where i was putting kingdom hearts 3 Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, is so I, I felt Kingdom Hearts three is like the third best game I've ever played, for mm-hmm. me, um, in terms of the gameplay and the story and the emotions I had in that and how much I care about the characters just had everything in terms of story uh, and characters, which is the most important thing about Kingdom Hearts to me um, that I could have wanted, and had the Disney mm-hmm. elements that I love, it, like it just did everything I wanted in this 2019 level. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's Red Dead 2 and God of War above it. <clears throat> but I was thinking of favorite games. How do I put Kingdom Hearts 3 above Kingdom Hearts 1? Like, can I, do I, and whatnot? And I thought to myself, well, you, uh, you, the point you just made was, Kingdom Hearts haven't gone wrong, right? Since the mm-hmm. first game, they just haven't gone wrong. They just, it's the only game franchise that's lasted this long that I've seen that just keeps nailing it. Maybe yeah. the Elder Scrolls. Um, but it's different, right? Because it's one, yeah, exactly. Um, because it's one ongoing thing. But I realized that in terms of maybe it's not the, the best game technically, <clears> rather <throat> that I've ever played, but my favorite <clears throat> game of all time is Kingdom Hearts One. Like that's my yeah. favorite game ever. Yeah, that's um the first game I owned on the PlayStation Two. I've played the franchise for yeah, or, like as you said, almost eighteen years. Mm. Um, since I was seven years old, I'm almost twenty five. You know, the majority of my life, um, you know, th- almost three quarters of my life has been uh, playing Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And like physically playing it. Like you've spent three quarters yeah. of your life like, just sitting in front of a TV <laughs> yeah, playing yeah, 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 Exactly. Exactly. No, but it's... And the fact that it hasn't gone wrong, the, the fact that Kingdom Hearts 3 is so good actually makes Kingdom Hearts 1 more of my favorite. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense in a weird way. The investment's like, worth it sort of thing. Be- yeah, yeah, it's because I'm like, wow, that was such an amazing experience. Kingdom Hearts 3 is so awesome, but why is it so awesome? Well, it wouldn't be without that first game. That first game is the, like, I, my argument was, what game will I be playing in 20 years? Mm-hmm. I barely replay games now, right? Uh, yeah. Let alone um, one, something that's around now in 20 years, but it's been 18 years, and what game do I still replay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I'd argue I'll still be playing Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, in 20 years if it's possible right on consoles or wherever, oh, I'm wherever sure you can it will play no more yeah. find a way we need yeah, more so generations of people to play Kingdom Hearts exactly I'd love to show my kids if I could watch my kids play Kingdom Hearts when they're 6 or 7 oh I'd my fucking god weep. it's the perfect series you know what I mean your kids that would be it, exa- fucking crazy it, it literally is like if I get to see my kids play Kingdom Hearts I'll fucking weep 
I want to watch my kids fucking you know, cry trying to beat Dark Riku. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've cried. The mind. amount of tears I shed to to Dark Riku in Kingdom Hearts One is uh, unprecedented. Yeah. And fucking uh, mm. Chernobog. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, Clayton was my boss. I, I was I oh got killed God. by Clayton I so many that. times. <laughs> oh, Clayton! Yeah, Clay- you said, yeah. "Oh, this is a shit game, fucking designed badly." <laughs> yeah. Fucking classic. Oh, all those years ago, I was still using that as my main criticism uh. for bosses. Fuck you, <laughs> can't even can't admit that you were just not doing good at the boss. <laughs> it's bad. It's a fucking game. <laughs> you did say that a few times on Data Battles and fucking Yuzora, though. To yeah, be fair, that was funny. So much. That's oh funny. Um, yeah, it's, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts. It's it's just, it's amazing how far it's come, and that first mm. game is, you know, nothing nothing will. You know, to have memories now and back then as a child, when I visit, you know, Deep Jungle, or mm. when I hear the Hercules music, yeah. <clears throat> or when I hear Hollow Bastion's music, <sighs> like, you you, mm. you got to understand that's, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, there's nothing like it in my life. I don't have anything like that in my life that's lasted that long. That means that much. Lord of the Rings comes close, right? Like, yeah. if not an equal level, but I don't know. Like, Kingdom Hearts is still a thing now, still going. Yeah, it's still going. Because Lord of the Rings was a trilogy as a child, and it still means that then. But this is mm. a thing that I, I'm still invested. In. I still want to know what happens next. I can't wait for the next thing. That's and- so weird, isn't it? That it's been that long. Yeah, it's crazy. Of wanting to know like the next installment and. It, we're still, you like, you know, you're still at a point where you're like, oh, I wonder what happens next in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's pretty crazy to be invested for a thing for that long and for it to still be good. Um, yeah, it's not. And it's always not been something. Always and always been one of my favorite things. Hmm. Always yeah, been crazy. one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, other than Remind, though, uh, wh- what games are you guys playing at the moment? Fucking uh, hell. Um, <laughs> Pretty much no. nothing. <clears throat> Odyssey on stream. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> okay, why the fuck are you doing that first? Why? I don't remember what. Okay, no, actually, the reason why, actually, I remember the, the only, well, one of the main reasons why, is because, obviously, I was doing Origin. Hashtag Team Tynamite, by the way, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone just go support Tyler's fucking team, and, you know. <laughs> already given up. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I was streaming Origins. Because I wanted to obviously obviously finish that series and also build an audience for streaming. But my main goal is to be able to play other games on stream and have a decent amount of viewers. So my idea was was to entice people in with Assassin's Creed, these big new Assassin's Creed flashy titles. And then when I've built up sort of more of a regular audience for streaming, move on to doing all the Kingdom Hearts games. You know, that was sort of my main, um, my main drive. I want to do Kingdom Hearts critical mode or bosses uh, on my main channel. <clears throat> But I don't have the audience for it yet, so I thought I'd use Odyssey as sort of way to bait people in, and then do Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and but how is that going to work? Because if because people that play Odyssey are not going to care about Kingdom Hearts. Well, it's more so. It's more so. You're literally finding people's... retards and then trying yeah, to educate yeah. them. I understand what your theory. I understand what your theory is. I understand you're, what you're actually a hero. You're trying to save the world now, in that <laughs> way, where you're like collecting a bunch of fucking retards, and then you know. Um, T- teaching them what real gaming is. <clears throat> However, I feel like they're too far gone. They're just who naturally. They're the type of people that are, are mass buying toilet paper in Australia right now because um, Seven News told them to um, because of coronavirus. <laughs> like it's just natural selection missed them, and the they can't is, be saved. If you stream um, enough, 
there'll be people that will just find your channel and they'll go, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, regardless of what game you stream, like, we did some stupid games on Horsey and Fox. And there were plenty of people that I are now think like... we ever did a stupid game. I think we did. They were all quality games. <laughs> we did fucking stupid. We did Harry Potter. Fucking Harry those Potter were shit. Great. Harry, Harry Potter, Potter and games. Chamber of Secrets. Fucking ridiculous. But we had people join found, those streams. Exactly. Ollie. That's how Ollie... Ollie. Yeah. As, wait, which Ollie? O which Ollie? Yeah. Oh my god. I think so. That's we the first to be fair, we To be fair, we could have done without him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made a no, mistake. Yeah, fucking love you, bro. I'm just joking. I'm the just only reason he's part of the community is because we were the the chat was a bit dead, and I was like, look, if you're normally lurking in chat, just comment in the chat. Who knows? You know, we, yeah, everyone yeah. could become friends. We could be mates, and that's when Ollie first commented. And he was like, he was like, you're right, lads, or whatever. And then we were like, ah, oh, bloody hell. And then we realised he was a normal person. And we were like, well, right, we need to mod him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a normal person yeah. to mod. And then he became he's a mate. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do without his pictures every day before I go to bed of him on the toilet taking a shit. I don't know what I'd do without that. <laughs> to be oh, honest. That's so, so great. That sounds uh, like a joke, that... but it's not even a joke. It's, it's not a joke. Literally every single day he sends to the group to our group chat a picture of him sitting on the toilet taking a shit. Every, and obviously it's, the, it's his morning shit for you guys, but for me it's like right before I go to bed and I feel weird <laughs> if I'm, um, yeah, going to bed and he yeah, hasn't, uh, sent the shit photo personally. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't make sense. Like I can't go to sleep without it. There was it's like week. ASMR for me. ASMR is all these taking yeah. a picture, taking a shit. Like a bedtime. Um, if I don't get that selfie, yeah, exactly. There was a exactly. straight week where he, where no one talked in that group chat an awful lot, and it was just consistently just pictures of him one after the other for like five. Of yeah, them. <laughs> it's fucking great. Because nobody was re was talking in the chat or responding no to anything. It was just the pictures yeah. one after another for like for like five days. <laughs> yeah. See, I've been great. in that group chat for for like as long as it's existed, and I just had it muted because I'm like, I don't know these people, right? But then like after the meetup, I'm I rem I forgot I was in it. And then I unmuted it, and now I'm way more active in it, because I'm like, oh, these are all my, oh, like, man. fucking favorite fucking people in the that world. That group chat yeah, exactly. has existed for a very, very long time. That I, I remember it was made because um, Victor uh, made a group on Facebook adding everybody to it, because he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And, oh, um, and um, we were all like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? But then we all, like, became friends. And then, and then, like people have left and been kicked, and other people have been added, and it's always stayed the same Becca's over the years. There, I think though, it's Becca Jones is still in there. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? It's one of my know. friends. Um, oh, I don't know why she's in the group. To be honest, I don't remember why Wait, she got what, added. What? I'm gonna have to. Um, I think her name, her nickname, is still Heartless though, um, because when <laughs> we did the Kingdom Hearts themed uh, nicknames. I love um, that there's themes every once in a while. That's fun. That's it's great. Thing. Ollie she's just goes still... in and goes, new theme, lads. Oh, no, she's, she's Cypher Diaz. <laughs> 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 she comes in every so often and, like, she'll read the messages or she'll say something. Oh, God, it's so funny. It's so funny. Oh, she's so like funny. a fucking... <laughs> Who in the world one. is this? Who she's in the character. world is this? This is oh, not a real person. God. This she's, is like she's your... Someone... That I met, I I I don't remember quite. Is this your side girlfriend? Her, no, <laughs> I spoke to her on on Twitter back in like I remember what it was like 2013. I remember just like seeing a tweet and I replied to it. I don't know. I just started talking to her and we just became friends. Like she's trying to get side piece. Um, in California, she's a bit of a fucking dumb bitch, but oh um, my god, you know, she. I don't really speak to her that much um, Becca, these we days. We don't mean but, that. I don't mean that. You're very. Right, Becca woman. is a big fan of the As Always podcast. She's so always listening to it. She is always, always listening to it, especially because I'm on it um, this episode. She's gonna want to listen to it. She is. She's gonna be like bloody hell. 
George is on that. She's pretty hot. I'm looking at her Facebook. She's pretty hot. What the fuck? How did I not know about this? How has nobody told me? Does she have a boyfriend? She does have a boyfriend. Yeah, I don't care. What the fuck's that stuff? Charted territory. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm shocked. Has Ollie surely tried to get on the tune of that, right? I don't don't believe so. Nobody talks to her. I don't. Why is she in the group chat? It's so bizarre. I don't remember why. I don't it was so, so bizarre. I, I don't know. Um, I think... No, I don't remember. I really don't remember You just remember started why. talking to this hot girl. You're trying to make a side piece. Randomly on Twitter. And now it was, she's... It was 2013. 2013, wait, James was a dangerous guy. It was a long time ago. <laughs> he was so... He was a, a little <laughs> mongrel. I was a 2013, weapon. James, what a little mongrel. <laughs> Doing bits on Twitter. Oh, God. Liam Marie Johnson. <laughs> Liam Marie Johnson, yeah. He's, he's trying to get his bit of stones wet. Disgusting. stones. What if uh, the bit of stones became the term for testicles? That would be brilliant. Oh, that'd be fucking you, funny. Oh, bit, yeah, your bit of stones is your balls. Your bit of stones. <laughs> bit of stones. Do you have bit of stones cancer? Get checked out. Yeah, stones cancer. <laughs> stupid. It's like an so official stupid. term they start using it in hospitals. Oh, I'm sorry to tell you, sir, oh, but you've fuck. got a bit of stones cancer. <laughs> oh so no, stupid. not my bit of stones. That's so stupid. Oh, so sorry, oh, mate. God. We're gonna have to amputate, amputate your bit of stones. <laughs> bit of stones. So dumb. Oh, so dumb. God. How the fuck did we get onto this? Okay. Well, we're talking about. Games were playing and George was talking about streaming and then Ollie and then the group chat and then this hot girl that no one's ever told me about and I'm annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's really pissed me off, guys. That really grinds my gears. It really does. It's a pet peeve. It's a pet peeve. (laughs) To not know about hot girls. (laughs) (laughs) That none of the lads informed me, you know? It just feels like you're dogging the boys a bit. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. I just want to, you know, know about it, you know? You want to know about these dudes? I apologise. Thank you, George. I forgot I forgot you were aware of the, the doofs. I forgot you were aware of doofs. I forgot I taught you that. And by the end of my time in England, you were saying doof. And I was like, yes. You and Ben were both like, doof. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, so uh, that is classic. Nothing would make me happier than... <clears throat> so Ben's coming to Australia for, for nearly a year. And mm. I'll corrupt him. But nothing would make me happier if it was Ben and George. Um, I feel like with the two of them, I could do great things. I could yeah. achieve greatness. Pure greatness. <laughs> if I had both of them. Like, it would be unbelievable, unprecedented greatness. It'd be so fucking um, cool. Yeah. I think... But is, who's Ben going with? He, well, he's, he's going to learn it off first. on his own, oh, isn't shit. he? Yeah. And then Ollie, Gaz, and... Well, Ollie meaning Gaz, not Ollie and Gaz. Gaz yeah. and Zach are also joining him at some point. It's, fucking, mm. it's a good little group. The plan. So, yeah, it's a go. beautiful little group. Yeah, the Australian gamers. That's gonna oh, be weird. I can't wait. I can't wait till they're here. I can't fucking wait because it'll feel like then the odds have been evened. You know, yeah, like true. everyone's all. Every, I'm the only one in Australia. Everyone is in uh, the UK other than Becca Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the lads. She was you in know? the UK for a bit, I think. Oh, I remember. Oh, she right. lived in Liverpool for a bit. For like a you, would you would but know. You would know. Why would you want to live I in would Liverpool? Know. What shit place? 
She's, she was there she's to study, I think. Why are we talking about this random girl? This fucking weird. Because <laughs> she's like hot. It. James, because she's hot. The only like reason you it. ever talk about women. Happy International Women's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm joking, obviously. Um, yeah, not know. happy International Just, Women's Day, man. It's not no. Happy. Well, well, it well I, I'm happy because we're enjoying some peace and quiet. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, isn't it weird? I was thinking about this the other day, right? Isn't it weird that all the shit that happened with Colin actually yeah. came from that fucking dumb tweet yeah like when you when oh you, like it was yeah. dumb at the time but when you even look back on it now you're like that is even more dumb that this position he's in and that people that still don't talk to him and stuff is over the dumbest fucking joke of all time it's so yeah. weird i was just thinking about him like that is so strange what a they, weird it, thing to uh, like at uh, the, uh, the end of the day know. it makes me pretty fucking happy because colin is way more successful now than he's ever been. Oh, yeah. Uh, his Patreon is twice the size of Kind of Funny's. And it's just oh, fucking him, you know? That's what I love uh, His hear. company is way bigger than Kind of Funny. His podcasts are amazing. He's got a goddamn fucking video game coming yeah, out in two so weeks. Mm. He does, Crazy. yeah. You know? And most importantly, the biggest success of his career is he's a two-time guest on the As Always podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> about to be a three-time guest, three ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, so, holy shit. You know? He gets to talk to us yeah. once a year, and that is really, you know, and that's what makes his year. I would that's think. a highlight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I'm, I think I'm sure we can say this: um, the next, as always, podcast is Colin Moriarty. Um, it comes out the 23rd of March, Wonder the day before Twin Breaker. His game comes out, so mm. um, we'll talk about Twin Breaker um, yeah. when he's on next. So yeah, that's <clears> that's craziness. Three times be he's been on our podcast more than he's been on Joe Rogan. Holy um, shit. Yeah. He prefers the As Always podcast. He likes it more. He prefers it. Yeah. He likes it here. Uh, I do too. He likes I also like it here more as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like the best I, someone was saying to me um, the other day, we were talking about it on stream. Yeah. And I was streaming on Lasers Rhymes. Everyone was like, oh, you need to get Ash on the podcast. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Let's get Ash on Clubhouse. Because I think that oh. would be an incredible oh. meme. <laughs> Can we, we just tell them it's the As Always podcast and then it turns out to be oh, Clubhouse? It's just Clubhouse. Yeah. I'm read out, out a, um, a nice comment from... Uh, shit, what's the guy's name? The fucking weird one that does fucking mental shit. McZed, that's the one, yeah. Um, <laughs> read out a topic from McZed. Oh, George doesn't even know about McZed. That's the craziest part. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't. God, he is... I have no clue that he is. He is mental. He, he does just thinks shit. He was at the meetup. He was, at, he the was at the meetup. Yeah, he was. Oh, was he? Yeah. 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 And I ruined his life, apparently. From, oh, from apparently. Meetup. What did you do? What did you <laughs> well, he, he went and did, like, a terrible thing. It was just super nasty and mean to a girl. Oh, or God, something. I forget. No. And then he, and, like, he just did something dumb. And I was like, that's, I can't believe. Like, we're all just like, why would you do that? That's so dumb. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, I guess I spent 15 minutes with Tyler the meetup and he made me a piece of shit. And I'm like, uh, wait, you're blaming me for being a piece of shit to women. I just joke uh, about it. I'm not really. <laughs> I spoke to Tyler oh for 15 God. minutes at the meetup and he made me a piece of shit. That's the best fucking thing I've ever Or heard. something like that. Or something along those lines. And oh I was like, God. I remember I was reading the post to Jared before <clears throat> yeah. the podcast and Jared was getting so angry. That upset him oh, that he was blaming oh me, God. that he was blaming was- me for it. It was so funny as well because he wanted to ask this girl out who he thought was Bulgarian, and so he oh, uh, like 
He so asked. Hilarious. He he was like he was like guys. I I wanted to ask her in Bulgarian, so he like tries to find the translation to ask her out in Bulgarian. He asks her, and she's not Bulgarian. Oh, for fuck's and sake. so but he was, he was making jokes about her family being like um oh, yeah. traffickers and stuff. Yeah, she's human fucking traffickers. Traffickers, fucking, like you know, oh that's that's the sort of thing. Yeah, that's the sort of thing he does. Like, <laughs> like it's just insane. and this dude's he's expecting insane. to get a girlfriend out of it. Uh, no, shit. I don't think so. He knows he's he knows he's he knows he's um a fucking weird. He knows he's yeah a weirdo. He knows now, <laughs> but he's but he's, <laughs> he's but so we love funny. him for we love him because he's harm he is harmless. Like yeah. he gives you he's trying to better himself. He does give yeah. us content. <laughs> yeah, he's trying. Like he's very aware that he has no empathy at all. He's very yeah, he aware w- of it. Um, yeah. and he's trying. He's trying, but he's like he's like I went on a. He's like oh, what did he say? He went on a date with this girl who was like. I forget what Columbia. her nationality was. Yeah. yeah. And he goes... And of course, what do you think he's going to go with when, is, when she's from Columbia? <laughs> he goes... Columbia. <laughs> he says, like, fucking... Um, I, I I thought about it, but I didn't crush up a, a paracetamol and snort it in honour of her ancestors. <laughs> implying... Or like, just of a family. that are like family. A, implying that she, like, descends like, from fucking drug traffickers, yeah. And, uh, like, that's, a, that's what her family thinks. That's how his mind thinks, from. man. That's how his mind thinks. <laughs> It's the so fuck? Yeah. He's such it a weird a, person. It's so. But I just love reading his stories. I just love them because this is like let's just rip on Mick Zed for five minutes. He's cool with it. That's the beautiful part. That's it. It's oh, great when they're when you can just roast someone and they're fine with it. It's, it's yeah. a dual com. Dual com yeah, gets like dual roasted com. every so every shit, episode yeah. for the last four years, and he's cool with that. I still find it funny that he tried to coin the term shower beer. As if that was he, like a clever thing that he came up with. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's also like, but no, 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 but no, but this is a thing, James. It's crazy. Yeah. He didn't coin the term shower beer. It's so a normal, didn't. common thing. That's a people do it thing. all the time. Yeah, yeah, I have a nice shower <laughs> that's beer. What's, that's what's that's what's funnier. He's like, that I call he, it shower beer. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's that's what <laughs> you thing. call it's it. Shower that beer. He thinks this is like a thing that he's like. He's like, why has nobody done this before? And it's like, that yeah. is not, like, an unusual thing. Like, that's pretty... That's Those are two easy things that anyone could have put together. Well, like, drinking yeah. a beer in the shower. Yeah, just drinking yeah. a Why beer in the shower. Why would want to do that anyway? I want to wash myself in the shower. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't say I want to do it. But... I've had, I've had shower it. beers before. Is it nice? A nice shower beer. Would you say it's Yeah, it's worth... fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's more of like... I tell you when I've had shower beers. It's when I get home from work on a Friday a bit late and all, yeah. all the boys are over we're all gonna go out and I'm a bit they've already been drinking I'm behind I need to catch up alright boys <laughs> I need to have a shower though as well uh, here's a beer crack open a beer start drinking now I go have a shower and I'm, I'm cracking open into the beer so that way while I'm getting ready I'm still drinking catching up yeah. it's it's multitasking it's multitasking I can mm-hmm. imagine like sort of the the juxtaposition of the of the cold beer and the hot water is probably quite nice probably makes it a bit more refreshing Maybe. Although I'm not a big fan of beer myself, really. No, I can't say, can't say I like beer a great deal, but... You know, except it's weird, the other day I had... I never drink beer, but the other day I had this craving. I was like, I really want a cold beer. For no reason. <laughs> Did you get I, one? No, 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 I didn't get one. Ah, well, there you go. I resisted the urge. But, I um, think the idea of it's nice, but as soon as I taste it, I'm like, ah, yeah, no, that belongs in the bin. Yeah. But How dare you? You know. Nothing, nothing, nothing better. Nothing better than a than a cold beer. Yeah, maybe if you hate your taste buds, I get. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I hate the taste buds. They just are what they are, aren't they? You know. 
taste buds are what they are. You know, well, well, they are. I don't fucking, you know. They what do you want me to do about it, man? What do you want me to do about it? I don't know what I want you to do about it. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I fucking thought, man. That's what I thought. Oh, but, God. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah. This was a good tangent. Um, that was a, was a strange tangent. I'm playing The Witcher 3 <coughs> at the moment. That's yeah, what game are. I'm playing um, mm-hmm. still. I'm up to... Uh, I've played a lot in the last two weeks since the last As Always podcast. I'm up to... I've gathered everyone to come to Cam Moran and I'm about to go get Siri. Oh, oh nice. Such a yeah. good bit. Oh, yeah. this is going to be so, fun. I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm close to the end. I feel like mm. I'm close to the end. Here, I mean, you still got two you get DLCs. You know, yeah, but I mean, true. just of the base game, I'm close yeah. to the end. Yeah, you get, you're getting close. Yeah, you're getting you close. Are, it's yeah. still like a decent bit. Like, you're not going to race through it in an hour. But like, No, no, of course not. I expect, what, five hours left, I'd say? Yeah, maybe. I don't really remember, to be honest, how long yeah, it took yeah, me yeah. from that point on. Four to five hours is what I'm expecting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, left. something like that, maybe. Um, <clears throat> but I'm also like trying to make sure I'm uh, leveling up nicely and, and crafting some good gear. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. just waiting till I'm one more level and I can craft the next level of gear. I've got all the materials for it. Okay, cool. With The Witcher 3, it's so crazy how like the base game is fucking fantastic and yet... The DLCs bring it way above anything it ever was. It's I, I don't understand. The game keeps getting better. You've got such a fucking yeah. long adventure ahead of you. Like I'm so jealous. Yeah, it's oh, great. The fucking story fucking... of Hearts of Stone is incredible. It just keeps yeah. you wanting more. It's great. And then Blood and Wine is like it's fuck. It's like its own fucking game. It's insane. It is, it's like it a is. mini mini sequel. It's great. There's and so it's many wet, like the options and like characters. It's, oh, it's so good. The ending of Blood and Wine is. Uh, to me, it's better than the ending of the main game. I think it's the yeah. perfect Witcher three ending. It's very when you finally get to the end, and it's like, oh, there it is. That's it. Yeah. It's so great. That's, yeah. the, I, I, That's it's got me really excited. It's got mm. me really excited. It's hard to avoid because I'm watching a lot of Witcher three um, videos, like of what of the other choices that I didn't make, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also get some slight spoilers in my recommended for the DLC sometimes. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, it'd be a pop-up and recommended. But it's not, it's like, too bad, right? Like... Okay. I, I already sort of know little things. Um, but... You know, it's exciting times. It's a great, it's a great fucking game. It um, is. It is that. And I, I absolutely love it. I'm so glad I got to play it. So glad I got to play it. Mm. Um... <clears throat> Uh, what uh, one other thing I want to talk about before we get into some quick current events is yes. James. You released a pretty incredible uh-huh. video. Uh, I did do that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about you making this Horizon Zero Dawn <coughs> video, um, yeah. the process, and, and how it's sure. been performing so far? Yeah, um, it took me a fucking long time to make. It's been yeah. when it came out. It had been over a month that I've been working on it. Um, because I, you know, I had to play through all of Horizon, make sure I was taking notes, um, because fucking with these big videos, I've noticed sometimes I'll try and play through the whole thing and then write the script and I've forgotten most shit. So I'm trying to, while I'm playing, write all my notes down. So when I notice something, I'm writing it down like, oh, this thing, and I want to talk about it in this way. And then I've got all my notes for the game, um, while I've been playing it. And so I can remember what I need to talk about. And then I form that into the script um and when i was making it i was like okay this video i'm not gonna make this a long one like i'm like i'm gonna make this like 25 30 minutes that's what i wanted to do Um, and then i started writing the script and like i was about 10 pages in and i was like 
shit, this is fucked. This is not going to be a quick video. And I got, and then by the end of it, it was 20 pages. And I was like, that's longer than my AC2 retrospective. This is going to be a big one. Um, and yeah. by the end of it, the video is an hour and 38 minutes long. Um, and a lot of that is because I like with the, to let the game speak for itself as well. So like, if I'm, because the, the whole feel of these videos when I do like a single game retrospective is to take a deep dive back into the experience. And I like it to feel like a condensed experience of the whole game. So I will have the cutscenes, important cutscenes in place. I'll explain uh, points. Uh, also like analyze the, the way the narrative works as well at the same time as then in between all of these story points, splitting it up with gameplay like bits. So I'll talk about how the combat works. I'll talk about the quest. I'll talk about my own experience, like what I decided to do at specific points, little things I noticed here and there, and I'll throw those in between the story points. So it just flows like this experience from start to finish of the game of me actually just playing it. But you get to it's see a the whole feature length movie. Um, it's yeah, and, it's, and 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 that's why I think the pacing works so well is because I've condensed like my forty hours of playtime into an hour and 38 minutes that you can just watch. And so when you're watching it, it doesn't feel like you're watching an hour and 38 minute video about something small. It feels like you're seeing so much content in such a small space of time. And I think that's why the pacing works so well. Because a lot of people yeah. said, because I'd obviously watched it through a couple of times while I've been editing it. So I was fucking sick of it. Um, and I was worried you always that it was are, man, in these boring. sorts of videos. You're always sick of um, yeah. And I'm always, yeah. always worried with these long videos. I'm like, I don't want it to be boring. That's my biggest fear is that it's too long and it's boring. And when everyone was watching it on the premiere, I had a consistent, like, 100 people there. And everyone in the chat at the end said, it's fucking weird how the time flew by and they never felt like they wanted to, like, click off or leave at any point. I'm like, that is good. That means I've done good. Because otherwise, like... I don't know. I just I, w I would hate for a video that I made to just be long and fucking boring and rambly. So yeah. I'm glad that the pacing was where I wanted it to be, um, and I'm very happy with it. Um, I it's so far views are doing fine. Like they're not doing bad, but they're not like it hasn't blown up yet. But yeah, um, I Do feel, you feel like it one will? of those ones where I think so. I think I've just got to give it a bit of time and wait. It's especially that sort when of the quality, right, man? Like. Um, yeah for sure because it's that sort of quality point. that i feel like anything of that mm. quality will always always man blow up at some point it, it might not happen so. straight away um i knew my real history of the assassins i'm like i know this is gonna get views i fucking know it'll get views mm -hmm. and it's literally hasn't it's stayed at a linear view cycle it hasn't dropped in views at all since i first released it like it got ten thousand mm -hmm. views in the first week it got ten thousand views in the second week and it's you know tracking up the same for the third week or close to it anyway um yeah so if you put effort in and you know it's a great video the views just come at this point i feel yeah i hope so you know what'll it, work you know what'll work i know what'll work george knows the, what'll work with the batman video i it you know it was on about five thousand views um then just it took a it took probably about eight or nine days to hit 10k um and it was just slowly sort of going up and then all of a sudden it just shot up out of nowhere so you just got to wait sometimes and it's like with my fable video it was six months before it did anything it was sit, sat on 3,000 views for six months. And I was like, wow, I wasted all my fucking time. And then out of nowhere, it blows up. And so you just got to wait for these actually. things sometimes. It is crazy. Like sometimes you'll see videos that blew up before blow up again. Like uh, beginning of this year, Assassin's Creed Odyssey broke me blew up again. And a fucking lore video on Odyssey I made two years ago um, about how it's fucking bad um, blew up randomly as well. And that's on like 500,000 views. 
out of nowhere. It's so weird. Um, it, it is. Happens people sometimes, just find so. it. Like, mass amounts of people mm. just come along and they're like, they're like, whoa, look at this. Like, my, my Prince of Persia video that I made, like, two years ago. Oh, like yeah. 500,000 views. Like, why does that have so many fucking views? Jesus mm. Christ, man. It's crazy. And just sometimes it just happens. You just got to leave it and you got to wait. And regardless of whether it does or doesn't, it's out now and it's finished. So, yeah. I can't get that time back. It's not like I can sit here being like, wow, I wasted my fucking time. Like, I didn't because I made a really good video that I'm proud of. And yeah, that the and people learned. that have watched enjoy. So, you know. You learn more about your own well. editing process every time you make a video. Like... You want to become more yeah. efficient every time you make one. You go, I could have done that quicker. I could have done this in a better way. And you make sure to implement that next time. So yeah. it's like... And that's the thing with uh, with this video is it did not take me long to make once I finished the game and finished all my notes. Once I was like writing the script, I think it was... I started writing the script. I finished it the next day. Or I made progress the next day. Then the next morning I finished it, recorded it, started audio editing. I think it took me five days once I'd finished Horizon to get from having no script to having a completed video, which mm. is pretty mad. I mean, granted, I barely had any free time. Like, I spent all of my time working on the video, so it was like 12 hours every single day. But, I like, it did not take me long to do, whereas before, like, my Fable video, that took me ages of editing and work, because, like, I wasn't used to working on a video that big. Um, but at this point, I'm so used to it that I made an hour, 38-minute video in five days after <laughs> finishing the game. So it's like when I make smaller videos now, it should be a much quicker process as well because I'm so used to it. So it's only going to be beneficial. Yeah, for me, it's no, absolutely. The script that takes far too long. So long, so long. It's the longest it part. Does, yeah, yeah. It feels oh, like it takes cases. fucking, especially to get going as well. Like you're just like, I need. And sometimes, like when you're writing a script, you feel like you're just talking shit. Yeah, and I'm you like, do. this yeah, is terrible. Yeah. I need to yeah. stop. Why am I just rambling on? But I've found yeah. as well that if you read it back, you're like, oh no, that's actually good. Like yeah. a yeah. lot of the time, I'll read it back and I'm like, okay, that wasn't bad. I thought it was bad, but it's not. It, it's it's the, good. it's the it's the hardest thing to be motivated to do is the script writing process. Hundred percent. Because sometimes yeah. I get like it's so daunting starting. Once I start, I'm fine. But just even starting, I'm like, oh, I need to make this video, and then I'm like, I'll get to the script. I'll just do a bit of extra research. I'll do this and so that. Like, mm-hmm. um the truth videos have always been that way, especially now where it's real history. Um, mm-hmm. But now there's also way less footage. Cause I'm like, I don't want to show game footage because there's other people that have done real history videos and they got decent research, but then I watch the videos and it's just footage from Assassin's Creed one that has no real context what they're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something yeah. to watch. Whereas you watch my fucking video and I'll find like royalty free, like, real life real life footage yeah sand walking like just Mm -hmm. real video to try to visually represent what I'm talking about like properly even if it's just text on screen but have it actually be what I'm talking about so you can take because that's how you take it in better I'll always I think the best channel on YouTube is real life law I I look at that channel and I'm like that's um, my inspiration for the quality of content I want to make I don't think I have the skills to do that yet um, but that's what I'll always like look up to. You're always going to be chasing, um, chasing a goal and making videos of that quality is what I want. Mm. Um, but yeah, run the strips, th- that hard part, that mm. hard part always and, and doing the mm. research and, and things like that. But once you start, re- once you've recorded, it's just like the fun, fun begins. And oh, like really, amazing. you see it, you see it coming together rather yeah, than you're, like, oh, this is great. you're, when you're writing a script, you're forcing it in some ways, you're <laughs> creating it into existence. Um, before it before it exists yeah. and then once you've recorded the audio for it it's like now you can see it 
in from it. rather than your mind yeah you you're now like you've got you throw all this footage on a timeline and then you just slowly crunch it down and sculpt it into this um nice form that you want it to be at yeah it's That's good fun, fun when part, you finally though. get to that editing part it's, it's my favorite editing. part editing yeah. is yeah, it's good so fun, fun. Like, even recording the audio for the script is fun but like getting down to the editing is like I don't have to yeah. fucking talk. I don't have to think about writing a script. I have to let my brain just do what it does. It's all, that's already been edit. done, yeah. 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 It's all you just second have nature. To work on it. It's like you've got a lump of clay and you're just molding it yeah. into your nice, fine pottery. Um, <laughs> and when you're rendering it, you're throwing it in the, in the, in the clay in oven. the blast furnace. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, watching God. it, watching it complete. Uh, and sometimes it'll 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 explode and break and you have to start over again Um, (laughs) but yeah that's true um that's true yeah it's uh it's good and i hope this video i hope this video does do well because it would you know be good to to do that uh obviously you always want to get views (laughs) but uh i hope it does regardless but that's just me that's mm, thank (laughs) you i guess um but you know uh it's really out of my hands at this point yeah, once it's it'll, out get, it'll, there, get there. it'll get there. I think it will. I think it will as well. Hope so. You know, it's 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 essentially Horizon Zero Dawn, the ultimate critique. You know, it is. This game <coughs> did something incredible. Just wow. <laughs> wow, just wow. I you, I should have just wow. fucking done that. Like, I had a picture of Aloy, and then next to it just had a big 3D text that says "just wow." That <laughs> would have wow. that would have got views. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, the no, sad part a, is it would have not a well-crafted thumbnail, you know, that looks like a nice piece of art, you know, just yeah, a no, fucking just, just big a fucking red text. Go in Cinema 4D and just fuck around. <laughs> Make some shit 3D text. <laughs> we take Ubisoft for granted. <laughs> we fucking don't. They're shit. They're fucking shit. <laughs> a sad goodbye to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh god, the well, no, a painful, a saddest painful goodbye. goodbye. Is when laser, laser, Layla, fucking says, Layla. "Oh." I gotta say goodbye to some friends first. I gotta say goodbye to my friends. When she's also the corpse of her mate is in the background that she's <laughs> murdered in that scene as well. Oh, happy uh, birthday! I love Odyssey. Um, what we got? What's next? What, what else we got to talk about? Um, I want to ask you, events. James, about Final Fantasy VII. The demos come out. I haven't played it. George, have you played the Final Fantasy VII I remake? I haven't played it. No, sorry. No. J- James has played mm-hmm. it though, so I want to hear about. It. I've never, Streamers. I've never even played a Final Fantasy game. Like, pitch it to mm-hmm. me. Is it good? Do I want to play the demo? It is fucking great. It's a great game so far from what I've played in the in the demo. I played Final Fantasy 15. That was um I mean I've played Final Fantasy games before like I've played demos back on the PS2. Um but I was never really into them because they were turn-based. That wasn't for me. Um uh but and also being a fucking kid turn-based is like oh that's fucking shit. I want to hit things with a sword. Um <laughs> so I'm sure I'd be into turn-based now. But uh I played Final Fantasy 15 when that launched in 2016 and I finished it uh probably in like 2017 and i really liked that game i think the second half is better than the first half because the first half tries to be open world and it's a bit weird and then it goes linear and it's really really good uh, the story's great yeah. um should the whole thing should just be linear but you know that's the problems with final fantasy 15 but overall it's a it's a good game i think uh final fantasy 7 is the you know the fan favorite final fantasy so that was interesting going into this demo and the demo i think is the first hour of the game um and right yeah, off right. the bat like it looks <coughs> fucking gorgeous the opening cutscene is fantastic and drops you straight into it. Like, I've seen the original opening cutscene for Final Fantasy VII and seeing it in this new 
engine like completely reimagined it's incredible how it you can see it's the intro from final fantasy 7 but it's like new and reinvented and modern and it's insane how good it looks the soundtrack is beautiful like you know classic square enix rpgs final fantasy uh, kingdom hearts type stuff sounds really really great um and it just it, there's something about it it does it gives me the same sort of vibes as a kingdom hearts but not like in the same way it's like that that jrpg square enix vibe that just feels nice to play um the combat's great fun um it's it's really good it's you know it's not like it's like this meld of you know real time and turn-based because they try and incorporate that turn-based in, in a way where you can basically pause the combat and then you can say like oh, i want to do fire or i want to do thunder or i want to give um you know one of my party members a potion or an ether or something and then um you also have your special abilities so you rack up so during combat the more damage you do the more you rack up these um like these meters and when you do those you can activate a special move that'll do more damage to your enemies um, and they're really useful in boss battles. So, like, there's one boss battle in the in the demo, which is against this, like, tank thing, um, scorpion thing. And that's really fun. It was really fun to play and try and take down. It has, like, a bunch of phases. And every time you get to a phase, it changes. You've got to, like, dodge these specific attacks and block against stuff and try not to die. And it's and manage your items and stuff. And that's just really fun. Um, and on top of that, <clears> like, I like the characters so far. Because, I mean, like, I've never played the original Final Fantasy. I've just seen bits here and there. So I like the characters so far. Cloud's really cool. Um and the story seems and it's really funny that you already know even so, though you've never played the game it's cool you know cloud mm-hmm. mm. isn't Aerith it's funny Final Fantasy Aerith is in it yeah, yeah. Aerith is in Final Fantasy 7 <gasps> crazy um, crazy and that's and cool Sephiroth um, Sephiroth, <coughs> Sephiroth oh my god they Jesus. do a fucking tease so this during the demo it's so fucking cool um, I don't know whether this was a feature of the original like again I feel like Final Fantasy 7 fans are going to be so fucking angry when I talk about this as if it's a new thing um <laughs> Like, you didn't Fuck fucking him. play the original but um <laughs> in in the demo there's these moments where cloud will like freeze and it's like he's like you know something's fucking with him like a fucking ptsd and then towards the end of the demo he freezes and then he looks to the right and you just see this feather float and land on the ground it's like oh shit oh, that's like so cool. sephiroth like foreshadowing and stuff and that's really fucking Jesus. cool um yeah. and it's just oh it's so great the whole thing feels so grand and like well put together it's and well polished so I'm really looking forward to playing it. Um, I was already like going to play well, it, it, and uh, I believe so, uh, but I'm not. I'm not really sure. I think it's. I don't know because this whole because they're doing it in like two parts, I believe, and this part is reimagining Midgar, which is like the city um, mm-hmm. that that it takes place in. Um, I'm pretty sure it's linear, but I don't think it's like entirely linear because I think it's meant to have like side quests and stuff. Because obviously, at the end of the day, it is an RPG. Um, yeah, I think maybe it's maybe it's like hub based. I don't know. Yeah, hub yeah. Open world. I, I'm not like entirely sure. Uh, maybe maybe Possibly. a bit more like a Kingdom Hearts, to be honest. Well, yeah, that's that's probably the best. Thing um, a better comparison, yeah, yeah, for sure. A bit more <laughs> like sure. a Kingdom Hearts. Um, but I could be entirely wrong because obviously I don't know. I haven't looked into this game much at all. But I do know there are meant to be a lot of side quests and stuff. So. Um, you know, I don't know how the how the world area works, but it might be hub based where you have specific areas and then you've got like battle areas and stuff, uh, and the, like normal hub areas. So that's sort of how Final Fantasy fifteen is is made, but it's but it's all interconnected. There's no like load screen, so it might be like that in in seven, but I don't I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. But regardless, I'm I'm very excited for it uh, now give, more than I was before the demo. I'll have to give it a shot then. Yeah, it's good shot. fun. It's good fun. Maybe I'll stream it on like Patreon or something. 
Um, yeah. Give it a shot there. Okay. Good. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, another thing mm-hmm. uh, for some news this week is The Last of Us got announced that they're doing a HBO show. <sighs> How do we feel about that? It's be- it's based on the game, correct? The first it's game. It's an adaptation, I believe. Yeah, not yeah. a not like a, like a side story in the world. Like it is a... F- oh, yeah, like a, it's, it's, about Joel and El- it's about Joel and Ellie, mm. so... Uh, whatever they strange. do it's not gonna be as good as the game it doesn't they can, no it's not they could no. do whatever they want it's not gonna be the last of us one they should have had a separate story in the world you know not based now, on the, here's, like here's, 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 here's here is my here's my argument for you Don't Uncharted worry. you can do it because there's a lot of history with the same characters right with, with Nathan mm-hmm. Drake yeah. but Joel and Ellie is the last of us and we saw them yeah. from the beginning of their story together. Yeah. Now, my argument is, devil's advocate, <laughs> and again, I, I mean, it's not, not the same comparison because again, it's, it's the last was doing the same story. This is a different story, but you can do TV shows with characters we already know and love, like The Witcher did it. Right. So it could it could still be very good. And I think it, it's, I'd rather see a Last of Us TV show than a Last of Us movie. Because yeah, a movie would be shit. The only way you can adapt games, I think, is t- high-budget television shows. There's no way you can adapt a high-quality game in a movie. Yeah. It's well, proven to fail every time. Neil, Neil Druckmann's involved in this, right? Um, yeah. He's the, the guy, like, you know, he's, is he the director of... Yeah, the last of well, us, essen- like, essentially, yeah. The, and yeah, Uncharted the Four, Uncharted Two, like he's the guy that sort of ever, he's like the head of it, those you know big games. Um, yeah, at Naughty Dog, yeah. so that's interesting that he's on board with it um, and involved with it. So it's not like another studio, you know. To like with you know when you look at something like an Assassin's Creed movie, like Ubisoft was not involved with that. It was just fucking whoever made that movie making that movie. Fucking Twentieth Century Fox. Um, so it's nice to see that someone involved with The Last of Us is working on this, and especially someone like like Neil, who's you know obviously he loves The Last of Us. So I don't think he would you know allow something to happen that would taint it necessarily. So I'm interested to see it. Uh, do I do, like do, do I want it? Like obviously not. I wouldn't have asked for it. Gone. Oh yeah, just make a Last of Us TV show. Like I've got the game. I don't need to see it again in another format. That's <coughs> strange. But. <laughs> Yeah, that's simply you know, putting it, isn't it? It is just It is strange. weird. It's just weird. It's like, I've seen the story. Why would I want to I see guess, it again, I guess, but like a I bit I guess different. it's for a new audience that don't play video games. And then it is a quality story. Like, fucking, no, but like, my parents would never play The Last of Us. Then they can't have the story. Okay, well, they can, can't they? Because there's a HBO No, they can't. The reason why I love The Witcher so much is because it's the story of the books, and I ain't going to read the fucking books. Um, and obviously, I'm, I'm sure at some point it will get round to the game's story, but like if it's they maybe, decide to, maybe yeah. it won't. Yeah, if they if they want to do that. Um, but it's it's a separate story to the games. That's why The Witch is so good to me. But if they just take the story of the Last of Us game, why would I not just play the game instead of watching the TV series? No. I the guess that's just like it. It's not. I guess it's just not for us. I guess. No, that's yeah. just really what it comes well, down to. Well, it might be. Like, I'm it's not saying not it won't us. be won't have the potential to be good because it it probably does have the potential to be really good because The Last of Us in general is just an interesting story. Um, yeah, but yeah. to me, the game will probably always be better. Which I, I mean, I haven't finished it yet, but <clears throat> yeah, I think it all comes down to casting as well. Yeah. You've got to cast Joel and Ellie really well. Um, 
and you should cast who's that um who's that girl that like filed a lawsuit against Naughty Dog because they basically copied her likeness. Oh, Ellen Page. Yeah, Ellen Page. Yeah, yeah Ellen yeah. Page. Yeah. Um, yeah. They get her. Get her. <laughs> <laughs> um, How funny would that be? And then you know, I don't know. She's she like, like in her twenties now. Oh, I don't know. Probably. She, I think she's always been in her twenties. <laughs> I think she's in her thirties now. Fucking what? But fucking, I don't know who you're gonna cast as Joel because, like, Troy Baker does such a good job. Like that voice that Joel has is so like. Ellen Page is 33, so you can't really do it. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, you can. You can. Yeah, she I can mean, play you a can. fucking. She can play a 14 uh, year old. She can do you can make fine. people look older with CGI. You can make him look younger. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah, of course you can make him look younger. Didn't, didn't younger? Didn't you see that True Cinema piece from Martin Scorsese where he made Robert De Niro look young? And it was incredibly convincing, especially when he beat up that guy outside the shop. Um, it was it was quality. It was good stuff. Is that um, what? No, not at all. What movie are we talking about? The um, shit. What's it fucking called? I would have just said the name, but I forget what it's called. Fucking uh, mafia movie. Fucking. Did it come out last year? Fucking what? Yeah. What was it? It was on the fucking Irishman. Netflix. Yeah, the, the Irishman, Irishman. That's the one. That's what I'm talking well, about. You were yeah, trying yeah. to figure out the Irishman. I no, I was trying to figure else. it out. I just, I was drawing a blank. I couldn't think of it. Like, it was on the tip of my tongue. I'm like, what the fuck is it called? I kept thinking Godfather. I'm like, I know it's not that. I know it's not that. Oh, what? do you? So you know it's not The Godfather, the movie from the 70s. When yes, obviously, but I'm like, what is it called? Fucking idiot. <laughs> so there's a scene where Robert De Niro is trying to punch someone's head in. He's, he's, he be, he's beating up it. someone outside a shop, and he like he looks like yeah, an eighty-year-old man. Yeah, it literally, um, yeah, it's tough. beating it's someone tough up, but like he's meant to be like thirty. Why did like, yeah, they CGI him? An old man to play a young character—that makes that seems because he wants because he just Robert wants to De hang Niro. out with his friends. He just wants to hang out with his mates. It's it's Martin says he just wants to make movies with his friends. He loves yeah. he loves making movies yeah. with um, De Niro. Yeah. So he just Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and the guy from Home Alone, and DiCaprio. Did you just call yeah. Joe Pesci the guy from Home Alone? How <laughs> fucking dare you? Yeah, he's How the robber from Home Alone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, dear, that's my that's what character. he's from. That's that's what he's known for. You make me sick. You make me sick. Um, yeah. Alright, moving uh, on. Moving on. Yes, next. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Got a Ooh, fucking release date yes. out of nowhere. Yeah. What the actual fuck happened? They just... We had no idea when this was coming out. You mm. assume it's one of those late in the year, potentially like a, a cross-platform PS5, PS4 sort mm. of thing. You know, who knows? But then they're like, nah, by the way, it comes out in three months. June. Oh, um, my God. That's insane. And they that dropped a three-minute trailer. Yeah, tell me about so how you good. feel, George. What, what, where's your head at with Ghost of Tsushima? Oh, man, it looks so good. I've, I haven't been this excited for a game in fucking like a long time it just looks so polished and like the, it's it's fucking f- wait is it feudal japan it is feudal japan yeah it? it's feudal japan yeah it's feudal japan during the mongol invasion like the graphics are beautiful like that that bit where he's on top of that hill on his horse looking oh over the landscape God, yes. fucking hell man it looks I know, it's incredible it's like said, this combination as well like the art style between like um photorealistic and like this artistic almost like every shot seems to look like a painting yes and that's yes. I, it's really really nice to look at it's a really cool art style it looks so good um this is gonna be i think it's gonna it's gonna push the envelope for open world shit i think i i really think it is it's gonna be one of those games sort of like sort of like the witcher 3 yeah, i i i don't think it will i think it oh will. you're a fucking pessimist uh, do, do, you want, do you want me to tell you why i don't think it will okay 
It's not that I think it'll be a great game. I truly believe that. I just don't think it'll push the envelope of the other one. And the reason I believe that is we have seen the most we can get out of this generation of consoles. I don't think we're going to see the next level until mm. the an, an exclusive built for PS5, Xbox, whatever they, it's called, Xbox Fridge. Horizon. Xbox Series uh, X. Yeah. Horizon Zero Two pushes the envelope uh, for what an open world can be. I don't know why I said that in your voice. If that's yeah. a video you're gonna make, <laughs> I'm going to now. I'm going to now. Your, that, you need to make that your opening for the Horizon yeah. Two review. Yeah, and I'll do it in your voice, the way you do my voice, where it's not actually me talking, but it's Horizon just it's two. a guy that's kind of can't decide whether he's Australian, South African, or a New Zealander. <laughs> I'm all of the above, mate. Yeah, all of the above, mate. All of the above. All um, of the above. I like these games. They're great. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I sound like I got a head injury. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I, I think it'll be a really well-polished, beautiful game that takes elements that we're probably used to in maybe a little bit of... It, I'm sure it's own unique direction that we've seen in Horizon and The Witcher 3. Uh, mm. But I think it will... <laughs> just be a, a something that takes what that is and has its own take on it. The same way I feel like Horizon has its completely own take on what The Witch 3 does. Um, mm. They're both in and of themselves amazing games. I think Oshima will be similar just maybe a few, you know, four or five years later in terms of quality. Um, and then it'll have a, an amazing story, an amazing world to explore, soundtrack gameplay. There's going to be a lot to love about this game. But in terms of pushing the envelope, in terms of being the next... Um, benchmark I just I, I I have to see it to believe it personally I think with this game what it's probably going to do pretty well is combine elements of The Witcher and how that game you know changed the way that we think of open world games with the quest systems and the open-endedness of everything um, that we've seen in Assassin's Creed in Horizon um, I think it'll take that and merge it with the classical elements of more of a immersive type game, like maybe like a Red Dead Redemption or an old school Assassin's Creed, to the point where I think we're going to have the gameplay elements and that structure of a Witcher type RPG, whilst having the immersion of more of a, you know, more of a controlled experience. That's where I feel like they're going with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it looks very immersive and it looks very grounded. It doesn't look. Yeah, like I'd you almost like million, it. To, I'd, like, I'd love you know, it to play XP more like God of War and... than than The Witcher personally. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like Ashim to be more of a God of War in terms of it's open world, but it's also not. It's yeah. really grounded story based. I'd I'd prefer that um, type of game than anything like The Witcher personally. Sure. I think it's. I mean, I think it's more open than a God of War. It looks like a full open world. I like agree. I agree with you world. that it looks that way. I'm just meaning um, that's probably what I'd rather also... see, see it do. I also don't want like a huge work to me it looks to me the perfect thing to look at is probably like a horizon the way that it's it horizon's so open but like the world isn't so massive that it's ridiculous and you have these very distinct areas and i think we've seen that in ghost of tsushima where you've got you know you've got these like areas where it looks pretty cold you've got these areas where it looks like you've got these big fields you've got areas where it's mountainous um areas where it's there's a lot more villages certain areas with farmland you've got these swampy areas and stuff uh, areas with like you know big you know bamboo forests and everything and so i think there's very distinct regions of this world that are very different from each other in their appearance uh similar to horizon in that sense and i think it'll be very dense and packed and not a massive huge like fucking assassin's creed open world 
think yeah, we're going to be getting more of a yeah, more of a focused no, more of a focused open world space, um, which I think will be able to really, really focus and concentrate on those those like the moment to moment gameplay of things that you can find and discover. Um, so like, as you're riding along, because that's what I love about Horizon is you'll just you'll go set out to do one thing and you'll do like five other things and you'll be like, how did I even get here? Like, what is going <laughs> yeah. on? What have yeah. I actually been doing? 100%. And that's 100%. what works so well in those sorts of games. Um, and that's what I would love to see in this is those you know far more focused, concentrated experiences than these just vast like you have this massive world but it's full of nothing. Um, yeah, and I think they're going to push that. And to me, like this is why I say on Twitter, this is my radical take, is that this will be my game of the year over The Last of Us Part 2 and over Cyberpunk. I just feel like this game's going to hit what yeah. I want out of games more than those two will. Um, yeah. I could be completely wrong because it's a very I think, wild I think, take. I, th- I think I'm but... with you. I mean, I predict Last of Us Part 2 will be mine, but I think my second runner-up would be Ghost of Tsushima before Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I honestly think Cyberpunk yeah. will end up being mine because I just love those types of games too much. Like sort yeah. of like Fallout, sort of Borderlands sort of style. Um, yeah. I oh, love that's them. a franchise I could do without Borderlands. Jesus, <laughs> fuck off! Borderlands is fuck. And just fuck another up. mindless shooter that George it is. Likes. is good. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. There's, there's more to it, man. I, I, I can play it, you know, for hours on end, all night, and not sleep, and just shoot things. It's more than that. <laughs> I don't think. Okay. Sometimes a character pops up in the corner on a radio and says things, and it's. Deep. It is funny while I'm shooting things Look, and then fuck off. getting into <laughs> Destiny. You both played Destiny. You can't, you can't. Yeah, and I'm not under any illusion that it's any more than a mindless shooter because yeah. that's exactly what <laughs> Destiny is. I shoot it things and be. I get loot, and that is quite fun. There's more. There's times. more of a story in Destiny 2 than there is in Borderlands. Like any day Destiny of the fucking week. Has a, has a campaign. Borderlands are so fucking boring. Nah, Borderlands Two is so Borderlands. fun to play. Borderlands with Two is the one I've tr- oh, I've nothing I'd rather not do than play games with people. Like, oh my god! <laughs> really? Do you not like uh, like player? No, no, fuck, fuck, no, not, not now. This is me in high school. I got, I was like, I got an Xbox. And all my friends are like, fuck yeah, come play COD with us, Tyler. And I, and you ask all my friends how many times I was in an Xbox Live party with them in high school, all high school, zero times. Because oh, I'm like, I, I don't want to talk to you. What Games are not for me to talk to people. At the, la- the last thing I want to do is talk to people. I See, want to now. just, I want to just, more, it's me now more than <laughs> ever. Um, mm. I at least liked, got into multiplayer at times, like mm. through high school and, and Halo, stuff. Halo. Halo, Assassin's Creed, all that, but... Now, oh, never. I will never play an online game with friends. And if I play an online game, it'll be by myself still. Like, I don't want to... Yeah, I don't want to play with friends. I don't like playing games most, with friends. Back it. in the day when I was, when I was like, fucking... I don't know how old was I. I must have been like 14, 15, 16. When I was, you know, <coughs> at school. That was the most I ever did was... In terms of games, was playing multiplayer. Playing Halo 3 or COD 4. Yeah. Or whatever. That yep. was all I did. I mean, obviously, I, I was so into Assassin's Creed. And I love story games, and there was time for that. But yeah. I spent most of my time when I got home from school. I'd just be playing online with friends. And there's so many great, like, great moments you have and stuff like that. But I could not do that now. I think I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, you know, yes, a hundred percent. I just like, if I'm playing not, a game, I want to sit down and chill out. Mm, and, yeah, and yeah, know, exactly. I'm, I, this is my relaxing time. I work fucking hard. I want to relax. I do. Oh God, if I want to, uh, no. Like, I it literally makes it, it annoys me even thinking about it. 
I would last thing I would do. <laughs> the last thing I'd want to do. And the <laughs> only way I'd play a game, the, the only game I'd play with someone is like, I'll sit down, I haven't done it in probably like five months, um, in my own house, on my own couch, uh, with Jared playing like Rocket League. And I don't play Rocket League, but he does. And I just would jump on. Mm. And we, But we're just mm. chatting shit next to each other. Um, but I don't want to play any other game that I care about. Like if I want to play a game, I'm going to play a story or I'm going to sit and listen to a podcast. It's just my relaxing time. It's my alone time. It's my calm down time. Whereas, yeah, I don't want to then talk to people and socialize. If I wanted to do that, I'd, I'd see him in person. I mean, you can't, you can't yeah. kill bosses in person with, with your mates. <laughs> I mean, you can if you think about it. If you look at it with the right mindset, what, you what could. boss am I going to beat with my mates? What boss am I going to beat with my mates? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just have a lot of memories of, of I suppose a lot of my experiences playing multiplayer games with people was when I was a lot younger playing Destiny One and sort of like Halo Three and stuff like that and uh, Call of Duty, Minecraft, days. and fucking you know all those different. I played games. all the Destiny Two pretty much solo. Destiny Two wasn't very good at launch. Destiny Two, I, 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 Destiny I liked, Two, Destiny sick. Two. It was fucking a million times better than Destiny 1. I fucking hated... Base Destiny oh. 1 is one of the worst piles of shit I've ever played in my oh, life. Oh, Base Destiny what a 1 fucking, was bad. Yeah, it was what bad. an embarrassing pile of nothing that I paid full price for. It, it was, was a pile of fucking nothing. It really, wasn't it? it I didn't mind Taking King, but Destiny 2 was way better. It. had an actual story. It, yeah, way better. I loved Destiny 2. It did, but the, I, the, the overall gameplay components <coughs> and raids were just so much weaker than the first game that I just I got to max rank in about a month, then left the game completely for like a year. But that's what I want. That's what I want. I don't have I, I don't have time to make a video game my full time job, and that's what de- games like Destiny and Division are. I'm just gonna play the base game until I max level, and then I'm gonna fuck off forever. I'm never gonna play it again. <laughs> I got to max level on base Destiny 2, and then I just fucked off. I'm like, my I character looks exactly how I wanted to look. I had fun, and I'm done with this, and I will never play it again. And I have never played it again, but I had a great time, and I'll play the next game base. And then I'll, when I'm done with that, and I've played a normal amount of time, you know, 30 or 50 hours of a normal game, and then I'll turn it off and never play it again. Because I don't have time. I don't, I've got jobs. Yeah. I don't, I don't time for another full-time job. Either. Like, I, I used to play a lot of Destiny, but I, I stopped playing it, because there's other more important <laughs> things to sink hundreds of hours into. But um, like yeah, you know, making it's, money. It's, it's, you like know, uh, it's like one of those cod. things you need a lot of time for. Like <laughs> cod, oh, God, yeah, exactly. get your life together. How old God. are you? It's fuck. It's actually ridiculous with fucking Destiny Two. I remember when that came out, and I spent hours upon hours. I was, I was addicted like to shocked, it. I was fucking. Shocked. I remember one day I was playing it all evening and all through the night doing fucking little what are those called like the little public random events. public events yeah. just going from public event to public event trying to get these like spe- exotic weapons or whatever and i remember i was on discord and then i fucking drove to mcdonald's and got ben some mcdonald's and then i got back and i was playing more destiny and then it was like you woke that. up at like seven o'clock in the morning because you just like got up to go to the bathroom or something and i was like george come on destiny 2 and then you came on <laughs> destiny 2 and i was still playing at seven o'clock I mean, in the like, morning we did the fucking... raid with big nasty oh smoker god Classic it was lad. amazing that guy do you remember the guy that had a kid and his kid yeah. kept talking to him when he was yeah. playing Destiny, and we were, see, those we were all are the doing the raids together in multiplayer oh, games yeah. that I fucking love. When you just meet it's random great fucking cunts that are just crazy. I'll do it. Nah, no, no, no. I don't want to meet random fucking cunts. I, I yeah. So I know everyone. Like, I, it, I, it I know everyone. I need to know George. Days. I don't need to meet new people. Like, I know everyone. Dude, I need to know. This dude that I used to play Destiny one with, yeah, and he had, he had he was like really fucking heavily Scottish. Um, like he had such a heavy Scottish accent, and he had a kid that we used to play with as well. As he was part of our clan, so was his kid. And um, oh, yeah. we used to raid his son. Why we used to raid though? His son. 
Because <laughs> we needed someone to do the raid with, and we had no one else. So it was like, let's fucking get this dude and his son in. You, um, you're two big YouTubers. You fucking have other people to do the raid with, you fucking <laughs> idiots. <laughs> Not at the time. Then, I was about 15, so that was like a year after Destiny 1 came out. Um, and I had about 900 subscribers. Um, okay, fair. But yeah, he used to. It was so funny because he used to basically fucking swear at his kid and tell him how shit he was at the game because he kept fucking up. But <laughs> I bet that kid's gonna have a great himself. adult life, huh? I bet he's gonna be super social and have a great adult life with lots of self-confidence. Oh, yeah. No, it's um, <laughs> obviously that's none of my business. But it was just it was funny because you meet these fucking strange people. Like I don't care what the fuck he does to his dude, son. Why? This, oh, that's dude. That's it's so exhausting, man. I come from day at work and I'm like, let's go listen to a guy abuse his son while I play Destiny, and it's just like, it's it's, it's those experiences that just what the fuck <laughs> sounds funny, exhausting, man. The thing though is, it just reminds me of like Halo Three, jumping on a multiplayer game and everyone's talking. You just meet these fucking characters. Yeah, and like, people so are so great. weird and like, and then you, you oh, remember it's, so, them. The, it's those bungee games always do it for some reason. Yeah, it's like great. I remember these two brothers that I did my first rave with. They were fucking okay. mental. I, they would just used to say the weirdest shit ever, like when we were trying to kill the raid boss. But we finally, oh, dude, we, I have clubhouse it. for that. I don't need to, you know, go on multiplayer games for people to say weird <laughs> shit. I've got Z. <laughs> Why would I need oh, to go on Destiny for that? I suppose God. it was. I used to be. I used to be incredibly like socially anxious when I was that age. So when Destiny One came out, and I was like sort of going into. Um, I find it so weird that you two, you two are like that though. Why yeah. were you two ever socially anxious? I don't know. I don't know. You're so two confident people. So You're both confident weird. people. That's so odd to me. That's so <laughs> odd. I mean, You're I, confident there's still people. remnants of it here and there. Like for Sometimes me, it'll even spark for me, up here and randomly. there. Out of nowhere, yeah, um, you just go, Whoa. Little things, really dumb things, normally. Yeah. Like, it's not normally the normal stuff. Like, it's normally really dumb shit, and you find yourself yeah. second-guessing yourself. And you're like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, why like, is this what? Like, is what's this a recent me? example? What's a recent example of it for you, James? recent example. Um, trying to think of something. Uh, is like, something triggers it? I don't know. It's, it's, it's just randomly you just find yourself like, why is this a thing? Like, why am I... Like, you're just... Because back in... Like, like a situation was it a thing? Maybe. I think it's just like, if you think about doing something, like, that I used to be really, like, anxious about doing, it'll... You're like... It'll it'll happen again. You'll, you'll feel that way that I would feel, like, years ago. And I'm like, oh, God, I can't do that thing. And then I'm like, wait, no, I can do that thing. Why, yeah. why am I, like... Why am I feeling like that? I need to just, just do it, and I'm, I'm fine. Mm. Um, but it's weird. Example, like, sometimes George? it'll just happen. What's that? Sorry? Do you have an example? Like, I'm trying to understand example. what you're saying. Okay. Very recently. I had, I had an okay. interview for a job the other day, and obviously you get the nerves and stuff for a job interview. Of Everyone course. Does. Normal. Very normal. But, like, I knew I have the skills for this job. I'm good at what yeah. I do. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, no matter how much I told myself that, I was like, but why the fuck am I still, like, thinking that I'm going to fuck shit up at, the, at this interview? Because I know I'm not. Did you think you were going to fuck it up? Is that what was happening? I, th I thought that I was going to be... Um, I don't know, I suppose, like, in my shell and more awkward, which I never am when, I, when I'm in that situation. Yeah. Like, when I actually get down to it, I never am. But it's the remnants of the past mm. where I have, and I'm like, shit, you know, what if that does happen again, you know, the sort of thing. And yeah. it's, it's very That's strange. what it is. Because it's whenever you're in that position, like, whenever I'm in a position where I'm talking to someone or I'm, like, you know, sorting something out or whatever I'm doing, I'm completely fine and able in that situation. But it's the beforehand. If I know I need to go and do something, like, what if... I'm gonna be like that again, and I'm yeah. gonna be like not gonna be able to speak, and I'm like gonna be like, oh, I don't even know what this person's talking about. What the fuck yeah. am I meant to say to you? I don't understand how this situation works. Like, 
Exactly. It's weird. But I, but then whenever you're in that situation, you're like, oh, I, I'm dealing with this fine, and you you do it. Would but... the would the meetup be an example of it? Were either of you anxious about that? Yeah, um, I was. I was. Yeah. I think like, so. But it was it was yeah. weird actually because I think I was more excited for it than anything. Like I was more right. looking forward to it. Like there wasn't that because I thought I thought you were, I thought you were a little anxious, anxious James. Feel. Just just um, in the sense of you were ad- getting agitated before. I was we actually got there. just I was actually just like really well. For one, I I don't like when my mum is texting me that I'm late, and I'm like I know I'm late, but please stop telling me that I'm late. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was more with my mum texting me, but also it was that day was, I was really not feeling good. I don't know what it was. I think it was the combination of like being late and having that pressure, but also like, I was like, I was super dehydrated. We're talking about Chester and Horsey and Fox. I drank so much water when we got to the meetup. Like, I don't know what what was going on, but I was, I was like fucking like, like, oh, it was bad. I was like so dehydrated. I needed so much water. Um... And that I was like freaking out a little bit over that more than anything else, um, but the anxiety wasn't there. Like maybe a little bit, but like not the not the one like, not like the feeling I'm used to feeling. It's not like that recognizable anxiety that I'm used to. Yeah. Um, right. It was like a for different reasons. Um, but it's like I don't know. Like sometimes, like if I need to make a phone call or something, it, it will sometimes spark up. I'm like, oh god, what if I fuck it up? What if I fuck up the phone call? Like, what if I don't hear? I what feel they like say? calling anyone makes me like, oh, that's something I put, even I put off. I'm like, oh god, I don't want to call them. Like, yeah. what? That's, oh, what a pain in the ass. For me, it's Jeez. just like dumb shit though, because it's like to me, it's like, what if I mess up the phone call? Like, it's like dumb shit. I'm like, I know yeah, like, if I miss mess up the phone if I call? like if I mishear someone. I can just say, oh, excuse me, I didn't hear you. Like, you know, that's easy. But in my head, I'm like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it's that. It's so fucking weird. Like, it's, it's such <laughs> that a is strange weird. mindset. And it's like, it's, it's so, so weird to fall into it as well. Right. It's like, so I knew weird. I knew George was nervous going into the meetup because he was sweating and needed a shit so <laughs> Well, I don't know what that shit was. I think it's because I hadn't had a shit in like two days or something like that. <laughs> But well, like, I was just like trying to get George to a bathroom as soon as I could. <laughs> to be oh honest, God. the urgency of the shit took away from the anxiety of meeting everyone. Yeah, if anything, so it like, distracted you. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I need because you had the to shit. walk into the yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. had to walk into it. That makes sense. You just had to walk into it, and yeah, then I just go. To, I go to. I go to Nick. Uh, I go, Nick. George needs to shit. Get him to the bathroom as soon as he got in there, <laughs> and then I just distracted everyone else. It's so amazing. Oh, I'm glad there was a bar so there. Funny. Like I said this yesterday, I'm so glad that there was a fucking bar there because I, I was able to have a bit of the old Dutch courage and just fucking sort of yeah. just relax, you know. And then it was really. It's nice. so it's so strange, oh George, because you sh- you should be such a confident person. Yeah, you I mean, should I be. Told this by everyone, like, it, especially it, my mum. Yeah, like you really should be because I I see it in you, yeah. but. But especially spending a, you know a lot of time with both of you in person is different. But I, I could see it a bit mm. more when you explain it like this. Yeah. But it's like a, I feel like James maybe more than you, George is like a switch. Whereas mm. like he might be at first in a such situation, he's quiet for a second. But as soon as like that, there's a flitch that switches on. The switch that flicks on. <laughs> he's just he's on. he's just yeah. he's just in. The, that's it. Like <laughs> yeah. he's good for the you know, and he's just normal james yeah it's because your brain doesn't have time to overthink things in when you're in the moment in the moment yeah Yeah. it's just the lead up to it can fuck you up 
Yeah, that's yeah, all it right. is, really. But it's, it's just really that's weird. so normal. That's like that's just nerves. Stuff. People have nerves about stuff. Yeah, that's but it's so way over normal. the top. Like the one thing I always fucking remember this the weirdest the weirdest memory I have of like anxiety was I think you probably remember this, George, when we were in America and mm-hmm. it's when we were in um, we we're at Disney World and yeah. we were like oh really fucking hungry and Mum goes oh just go and grab get get something to eat from the from that place over there and we we're both like no I can't yeah. do it. I'm really hungry, but I can't, I can't do order it. From. Whoa, I physically can't right. go in and speak to these people and, and do this. It was Whoa. crippling anxiety. It was Whoa. really bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, thank God I'm not like that anymore. But that oh, was yeah. it. Was weird. Like it, was it was so. Terrible. I don't know what caused it, but it was just like this. It was like this wall of like you. Like I physically can't bring myself to go and do it. Yeah. Like yeah. as much as I'm, I'm angry at myself for not being able to, and like I really want to, I just can't do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. So strange. Uh, when I when I was very young, I had crippling anxiety. Mm-hmm. Crippling. Like I went to a therapy group for it when I was young. Like I don't think I've ever really mm-hmm. talked about this, mm-hmm. but I it was fucking ridiculous. Um, in like primary school years, uh, yeah. probably like grade second grade to seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Crippling anxiety. I could only be at home or at school, and if my parents left the house, I'd get anxious, but uh, not too bad, but I couldn't stay at friends' houses. All the primary school, I never went to friends' houses, never went to sleepovers because I was too anxious the whole time. Um, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. Um, I was, but no one, but there was like, it was like this weird secret, and when you're a kid, you don't, you think you're different. Like, I thought, no one else feels like this. I'm the only one that thinks this, I'm I'm a freak, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. and yeah. I would just like, like I'd just be crying. I tried to make myself sick, um, so I didn't have to go to school camp. Like I was trying okay. to make myself throw up. Mm. Like it was crippling. I did everything I could to avoid. I had to lie to my friends why I couldn't stay over at houses. I um, just made up stories, and my parents didn't get it because that like it was before anxiety was talked about a thing so like it was just like an issue that only i had i never Mm -hmm. accepted it as a thing like i just thought there was something wrong with me and i had to figure it out um and my parents put me in this like therapy group um thing to try to discuss stuff but that didn't help at all um it was just and it was like this weird secret because uh i was school captain in primary school I mm. went up in front of the whole school and did speeches. No problem. I fucking love public speaking. Like, to think that I had anxiety to people would be bizarre. I was the most confident person. I was captain of every sports team I was in. I was, yeah, school captain, always doing speeches in front of the school. Like, you'd have no idea, mm. right? But then I had this mm. crippling anxiety on the side that I couldn't go to a friend's house for his birthday uh, to make up make up lies. I'd yeah. be in yeah. tears inconsolable trying to make myself throw up so I didn't have to go to camp like I'll never forget that in the shower trying to make myself vomit and my dad my my parents just going um, I've never ever talked about this um I don't even talk. I don't on, think. On this podcast, I don't think. I don't think I've ever even talked to really my friends about this. This is like, but it's it's not a big deal now because I'm so different. Like I used yeah. to freak out thinking, what if I couldn't? Um, what if I'll be like this forever? What yeah. if I'll? Um, what if I'll be 18 and I won't be able to hang out with friends? What if I'll be 
20 and I won't be able to move out of home. Like, oh, that's what I used to mm. fear. That was my biggest fear, which grew worse and worse because I thought it was only me. No one else is like this and I'm going to be like this forever, like a disease. Um, whereas, like, I've traveled the world by myself, you know, lived yeah. on my own for years. Like, it's, you know, obviously, I'm a completely different person. Um, now, I'm very fucking confident. I There's nothing I'm... I have zero fear when it comes to that at all, but it's, it's, I definitely like, I definitely understand crippling anxiety. Like I really, Mm. truly understand what you mean when you, when you say what crippling anxiety is, I know what you're talking about. It's fucking crippling. It's been a long time since I felt it. Mm -hmm. And there's, and there's always that feeling that comes up, but I, I, I learned and I, and I will always say like, I, I have friends now, um, that have children and one of them's young, under 10, and they're saying that she has anxiety, and they're telling her she has anxiety, and she sees a therapist, and I just said, she's fucking, she's a child, she doesn't have anxiety, like, you don't tell her like that, like it's normal, Mm -hmm. the best thing for me, I thought with my anxiety was that I literally beat anxiety, for me, I'll never, I will never have it again, because I, I learnt how to overcome it, because I never normalized it to myself, I never yeah. said, oh, it's just anxiety. That's a thing people have. I was like, no, there's something wrong with me and I need to fix it. And I, and I, and I dealt with it. Yeah. It took fucking years and years and years. And it was, you know, when I tried to make myself throw up uh, before school camp, my dad and mum just got to me, we know that you're faking it. We know you're trying to do it. You have to go. You have no choice. Jesus. Like, my parents weren't, like, well, they were sympathetic, but they weren't. They were like, you need to, they were just like, you need to get over it. You have to get over it. Because they didn't think of yeah. it like anxiety. We've, I've talked to them about it now as an adult. Mm-hmm. And we were all, we all agreed one day. We're like, that was anxiety. Holy shit. Like, that's what it was. We didn't really know that at the time, right? Like, that yeah. wasn't a thing. Um, mm. Whereas my, my parents just go, we know you're faking it. We know you just made yourself throw up. You, you're going to camp. You have to go. Yeah. You yeah. don't have a choice. I think and that's good, though. Because if you have someone... It was. It was, it was good. Like, oh, it's all right. You've just got anxiety. That's just how you are. Like, you're never going to I literally would... Uh, who would I be now? Who would I be mm. now if yeah. my parents um, enabled it? You know? Who would I be yeah. now if I wasn't forced to deal with it and mm. forced into situations? Um, I got to grade eight in my first year of high school and we had a school camp um, second week of school because it's like a getting to know you. You're, everyone's new to the school pretty much. Like My school was prepped to grade 12 in high school, but I only went there in high school. Um mm. So half, but half the kids only, only started then. So half the people knew each other, the other half are new. They want everyone to integrate. So they do this like camp for a week. And mm-hmm. again, I tried to make myself sick before it. Parents forced me to go. And I went and I was fine. I couldn't believe it. Like I went there and it was, this school, this school was amazing. My high school, I, I always say like saved my life. It changed my life. Um, mm-hmm. The, it was a private school, private Christian college, and it was a beautiful school with a beautiful culture to it. The teachers were so amazing. All the fucking students were so amazing. Like, I, I went to three public schools for primary school. I dealt with fucking bullies. I dealt with all that shit, fights, all that shit for seven, eight years. So I get, get to the school, and I'm a, the first day I'm struggling a little bit, a bit quiet. But then I have all these, like, literally the best people I've ever met that just have your back and they don't even know you. I was like, wow, these people are really mm. nice. All the teachers were the same. And then I was just like, no, I'm actually really comfortable here. And then I dealt with this whole week at camp and I didn't have any anxiety the whole time because I was just felt comfortable in this situation. They made me feel so comfortable. And then 
I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And then all of a sudden I started going to friends' houses and then I started sleeping over friends' houses and by like six months into grade eight, I literally had no anxiety anymore. And um, I've probably had three glimpses of it again where you like start freaking out. When I was in LA last year, I felt the, this like the pit of my stomach, that feeling yeah. that's like the preemptiveness of that crippling anxiety. And yeah. I was in LA and I'd gotten there and I'd, I'd um, spent the first day there. I was at my Airbnb and I was just thinking... Um, fuck, I'm all alone in LA. I don't know anyone. For, you know, you have that, that's such a on your head. Yeah. I literally know no one yeah. anywhere within thousands of miles of me. Um, the next person that I know is in New York and then the UK after that. I, and I just was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get to the UK because then I'm like with friends and it'll be good. But it was mm. just for like five minutes I felt that feeling come up again, but I was able to just literally push it down and be like, shut the fuck up, Tyler. You're the fucking man. Like, what are you talking about? You can do anything. You can literally do anything. And then yeah. you you just... It's when you sit alone and you have, you're alone with those thoughts that it can creep up on you. Um, but when you're just active and doing stuff, it, it's just not there. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's a weird tangent I went on. I've it's never talked weird. about that. It's just but, a weird one. It's a weird one. But I think a lot of people that listen to this can probably relate to it as well. And it probably helps to yeah, hear other so. people that, that have experienced it and, have, and are able to deal with it. Um... So, you know, um, hopefully that's, you know, reliable to some people, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, my lesson to it is, is I truly believe um, anxiety and having anxiety is normal. Everyone gets it. I also truly believe anyone can beat it. It's not a fucking lifetime sentence if you've got crippling anxiety. And I'm not talking because yeah. everyone gets anxiety. Mm-hmm. Some people have crippling anxiety. I also truly believe I had an extreme case of crippling anxiety for years. But it's not mm-hmm. a lifetime fucking sentence. I am probably the most confident person I actually know. I have no problem saying that. I have mm-hmm. too much. I have fucking bucket loads to share. Any, you guys can have it. Take it. <laughs> but I did. I had crippling anxiety to the point I was trying to make myself throw up so I didn't have to go to a camp. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever done that. You know, like no. I, it was like every day for years i thought there's something wrong with me i used to say i wish i was harlan my my brother because he didn't have it i wish i was someone else i used yeah. to think that mm, but yeah, but at the same time being the kid at school that school captain and captain of every sports team he's in and no one would mm-hmm. know and that was part of it as well part of the anxiety was like no one knows it's like a secret i had to keep from everyone um to not be like a freak mm. You know, but you can beat it. Yeah. You can fucking beat it. You've just got to face it. You can't enable yourself. You can't push yourself down. Put yourself out there, um, and you will find ways. Seek the uncomfortable, and you will become comfortable. Yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing. Mm. Like if, if if you know a situation makes you uncomfortable, go for it. Because the more yeah. the more you feel uncomfortable in the long run, the less you will when doing it again. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's how it is. And um, it is difficult. You just gotta push yourself. It, it could be, yeah, it could be so difficult to do that though, because your brain mm. is telling you, no, this can't happen. Like this is something yeah. that can't actually happen in this in this fucking realm of existence. Yeah, you can't do it because it's dangerous. It's almost like this fight or flight you get. Like, yeah, it is. You like your brain is telling you, don't do that because it's dangerous. Like yeah. it's almost like the same reaction you get to like going to like jump off a building or something. Yeah. It like is. it's this feeling of like, no, you can't do that. Like you physically can't bring yourself to do that. Yeah. And so yeah, you just got to sometimes just got to try and push through that. And sometimes I think it helps if you have other people around to push you as well. Yeah. Because, or maybe not even to push you necessarily, but like if I'm on my own you. doing something, I could, 
like if I'm just by myself, I could very easily go to do something, feel that anxiety and not do it. But yeah. if I'm with somebody else, I can't do that because I'm going to look like a fucking retard. Like yeah, exactly. I've got to do it. I've got to push myself and do it. And that helps if you're doing things with other people because yeah. you're like, well, I can't do this in front of this person. They'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? That's a completely normal thing. Why are you like, like scared or what's going on? So yeah. like if you're with someone else, you're like, no, okay, now I have to do it. Like I physically have to do it. I can't back out. Um, and that helps you then get used to it so that, you know, if you feel that on your own, you are able to push yourself and do it because you know you've done it like a million times before. Um, yeah. It's weird. It's a fucking weird one because it is completely irrational. Yeah, um, it is completely irrational. And you like, know it's irrational, but you yeah. can't. Like, it's just this fucking mental block uh, that you just yeah. have to keep trying to push past. Sometimes you start with smaller things, build your way up, uh, and eventually be able to, you know... I mean, I'm not fucking crippled by it anymore. No. No. It can be debilitating, though. It can, it really can be. It can limit a lot of people as well. Like there's for a time, small... though, right? Like it limits you for a time. It limited me for a long time. If you let it, it really yeah. did. You... It really did limit me, and and it got worse before it got better. It, it, it. When I first started having it, I was in the second grade. I was probably eight years old, but I could still go to friends' houses at that point. I could still go to a sleepover here and there, but it like over the years, it got increasingly worse. Hmm. Um. And I couldn't tell you why. There was nothing really that triggered it that had any reason to get worse. It just got worse. I suppose it's because it almost like chips away at you. Like, it, it does. So it does. And the fear like, of it, oh. the fear of it grows as well. Yeah. Of, of mm-hmm. And then you don't want to deal with it. Um, but I had um, parents that uh, didn't enable me. I had parents that, it, you know, it was, I hated it that they did it to me at the time, but I'm grateful now. Yeah. Um, they didn't allow mm-hmm. me um to be crippled by it they didn't allow me to get go in my shell they forced it um it's like a fucking curse and they just like you know fought against it for me in some ways by forcing yeah. me to deal with it and um then um you know my the, my high school i went to also i give full credit to helping me out you know change my life save my life in that way but i also wouldn't be who i was if i didn't deal with that growing up as well because now i Seeking the uncomfortable to become comfortable is how I literally live my life. I want to do things that are super fucking hard now. I joined the military because mm-hmm. I was like, that looks so fucking hard and scares the shit out of me. Yeah. That's why I want to do it. Yeah. I love martial arts and want to fight because I'm like, that's fucking terrifying. That's that's intense. That's hard. I want to achieve that. I like setting myself hard goals because I like to overcome it. That feeling of overcoming something difficult is amazing. And I don't think I'd be that way if I didn't overcome a crippling anxiety as a child. Mm. I don't think I would be that way. I think that's why mm. I am like that. Because that feeling that of not feeling that way was so overwhelmingly beautiful. Like the feeling of staying over at my friend's house. His name, I'll never forget. His name was Alex. Mm-hmm. And he was the first person at my high school. I went over to his house and... He obviously at the time his parents didn't know this he didn't know this I think I might have talked to him years later about it but mm-hmm. I told him he was the first real friend I probably ever had in my life because before then I didn't know if I really had real friends I dealt with fucking a lot of bullies I dealt with um, not really being able to be close to people because of my anxiety um, but going to his house and his family was so awesome and I just felt so comfortable there when he goes oh next time you come sleep over and my mum looks at me and I go yeah I'd love to and she just looks at me like oh. holy shit holy shit um because i just mm. was like and that feeling i had of like i'd actually legitimately love to come stay over at his house i was like that feeling you know it's like a sense was, of freedom 
I felt it literally was like a. I felt in control. I felt free. I finally, I finally felt free, and I sat in the car with um my mum afterwards, and uh, you know she was so happy because years of me not being able to do stuff, and you know that Alex and his family are so fuck. Like I love them, Um, and they're people that I was. Um, that, you know, meant a lot to me. It still mean a lot to me now. And, and Alex is still a good friend, dear friend of mine now as well. Um, but it was his, you know, going over to his house all the time. I used to go like once a week through, through the first couple of years of high school. Um, that was like the first place I would go that I was like, I started beating it. Right. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't, didn't matter whose house it was. I didn't care. Like I just felt free. I felt strong in myself. Um, yeah. They knew how to deal with it. And then you learn those coping mechanisms and then you keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Um, the more you seclude yourself, the harder it's going to get. Uh, you got you can't just beat it once. You got to keep beating it every day. Yeah. Until, yeah. until it's second nature uh, to beat it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, that was fucking a deep conversation. That was. <laughs> and I can't believe I, I admitted all that to be honest and talked about that. But yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Honestly, more I like that though. Listen to Clubhouse. Yeah. We talk about all sorts of stuff. I think a discussion like that would probably probably be quite useful to people listening, though. I think that's... Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think a lot of people that watch our content probably struggle from similar things. Yeah, um, definitely. Especially in a community like this, all about gaming. Where yeah, the gamers being are, gamers. You know? <laughs> gamers are used to it. That's what yeah. gamers feel on a day-to-day basis. But no, I think it's probably pretty, pretty common in these sorts of communities um where people do feel like that and i know people have talked about it before on discord people have had big long conversations about it and stuff and yeah for uh, sure you know and i know you uh, both of you have talked about but and both of you have talked about it you know yeah. for years yeah and yeah. i just feel like i've never really talked about it mm. so mm. i think maybe i don't know if some people i feel like i should have i feel bad for not in some ways because like people think tyler he'd never fucking why would he, he'd never have anxiety but yeah. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I'm fucking crippling, crippling. Mm. I, un- when people tell me they have crippling anxiety, I understand what they're talking about. Yeah. I can, f- I can still feel it. Like yeah. I still know what it yeah. means. I still know what it feels like. I get it. Yeah. It's I sympathize good. with it. But I also at the same time, I'm like, don't let it beat you. It's not a fucking lifetime sentence. It never lives. You can literally live your life every day free of it. It takes time, but you, you can do it. I think yeah. some people enable themselves by going, I've got anxiety. It's just who I am. It's not. Yeah, it's when you're allowing get it. Diagnosed, they see that diagnosis as a wall they can't break down. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, well, they see it. They see like, it. Like, the, it now, but no, okay. they see it as as a crutch to not deal with it and stay in their safe zone. Yeah, and not yeah. put themselves into an ang- anxious situation. You see it a lot like, on Twitter. Like a lot of people will be like, like you know, oh, because I've got anxiety, I can't do this and I can't do that. And it's like, it's not that you can't. I get like it feels very uncomfortable to do those things. Yeah, that's sure. what anxiety does to you. But you can do it. And you you will feel better with better afterwards, and that's the whole like everything you do in life in every single part of anything is always going to be overcoming adversity, and that's how you always get better at things and you better yourself as a person. And that's the same with anxiety. You have to you know you have to go up against it, and you'll come out the other side and you'll be better for it. You're never going to be worse off for it. So mm. that's that's the, that's that's you know the only thing you can do. Start off small work up big because it depends how bad your anxiety is like if it's really really bad even do, starting to do small things is going to make you feel good about yourself um and eventually you can just do more and uh you know you'll be in a better place eventually 100 yeah. percent. 
Absolutely. That's our advice topic. Fuck, for, uh, man. Our Holy for this fuck. episode of uh, Clubhouse. Um, <laughs> that was so hectic. <laughs> that was crazy. How the fuck did we get onto that? I was getting emotional. Holy shit. How did we actually get onto that? What the fuck were we talking about? I don't about? know. I Ghost don't of Tsushima. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima gives me fucking so much anxiety. <laughs> oh, God. I, what the fuck just happened? Like, genuinely, where did that come that from? That was I don't intense. Even know. Do, uh, and do you know, talking about the do you know honestly, oh, what? Like, this podcast has been two hours now. I think that's the main topic of the podcast. Mm. I just think that is the main topic of the podcast. I don't think we need to go into a main topic because if we're going to do um, a cinema among on remind, we can yeah, talk we about could probably do that main topic. Like that, that was the main room, topic, yeah. and that's a, and and I think George, you're 100 right. That's a useful fucking main topic yeah. for people that we've never. Uh, do you know what's funny? A couple of years ago, I tried to make this a topic on the show. I don't know if you remember, James. I. Um, I know Brett had been dealing with it and Brett was a guest and I asked him like do you mind if I bring this up as a topic and you said you didn't mind but it just never happened oh, um, to yes. get into depth I do remember yeah we never got around to it or something we just, like we just never got around to it but I planned but I asked your permission before like to mm. see if it was okay like if you, it was something you would be willing to talk about um, yeah. it was probably at the time maybe you still had bits of it it wasn't mm. it was years ago it was probably three years ago it was a long time ago um, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is something I, I we probably should have talked about before now, right? Like in mm. some ways. Yeah, we, I feel like this should be a thing. We talk, I mean, I've talked about it on streams before, um, you know, because people will always will always bring it up. Like I think a lot of people see me as really confident because they only see the side of me that's like on well, streams exactly. on videos talking so much shit. But like, yeah. I'm not like that at all. Like, I mean, if, mm. if, if you just, if you talk to me one-on-one and we're in a conversation, like, you know, I'll, I'll probably be pretty similar, at least I think. Yeah, you're but, exactly the same. Um, you're literally the same. <laughs> but like, it's like you, you and I have me... the same conversations on a podcast as we do in person without recording. Like, yeah, it's literally, true. we talk about the exact same stuff. Yeah, that's the exact same. Um, but it's like, um, I think, but people don't see that side or don't understand that that was a thing that, that you know, was was tough to deal with. Um, yeah, and it, it it you know it it takes a bit, but uh, you have to you have to just sort of tackle it, and it's still there. Like I'm definitely not over it. Like it's mm. definitely still yeah. there. Um, but uh, you know you just gotta you just gotta keep going with it. But uh, it's, yeah, it. I think it's you gotta. <laughs> I don't think that's the word. Yeah, you gotta um, nurture it. Make sure it's not a. Make sure it's safe and happy. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it grows up. <laughs> um, <laughs> into a into an adult um but yeah i think people do bring it up all the time but i think it's yeah it's, i think it's a good topic to talk about um 100%. especially in i'm our, glad we've done it in our community um, yeah for sure i don't know how i'm going to illustrate this on a thumbnail but yeah everyone's experiences are uh different um mm-hmm. with it so it's it's hard sometimes and maybe that's why we haven't talked about it in depth because what we've yeah. just done is just re- gone into the conversation of it with our experiences um, yeah, which yeah. Uh, it, for all three of us is actually completely different um, yeah. of when and why and how. Yeah, and where uh, it comes you know what happens. Like weird things. But, yeah. Like, so strange. And, it, and all I know is I think the universal thing is, uh, this is going to be a weird comparison, but I just was thinking about this while we are talking about it. Don't say it's, it's like Assassin's Creed. No, I know. So I was like, well, I was just playing a, uh, The Witcher 3 on stream the other day. And okay. there's a quest with that um, ghost or demon or whatever, like um, that had totally um, possessed this guy. And 
he was um, when you were uh, saying we need to how we beat it is a lot of light um, and heat and that we'll, we got to draw it out. And the guy's like, no, you can't do it. But what's actually, we're not doing that. No, 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 no. But the reason he's saying that is because that's the demon talking. The demon knows that's his weakness. That's what anxiety mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It doesn't want to, yeah, when you give someone a solution, this is how you deal with anxiety, your natural reaction will be, no, I don't want to do that. I can't do that. That's not you talking. That's the demon talking. Mm. That's the anxiety yeah. talking. That's what it is. It's, it's, but you're wrong and it's, you're not logical and you're not thinking straight because of it. It's not even you talking, it's something else. And you've got to do, uh, those coping mechanisms. You've got to do those tools. Um, you've got to seek the uncomfortable. You've got to seek what makes you uncomfortable and that will kill it. That'll draw it out of you. And when you achieve it, that's a, that builds your confidence. That's a victory. Uh, and then you do it more and more and more and more and more and make it harder for yourself each time. And all of a sudden, it's, it's, you find it's not hard at all. And all of a sudden, you're like, wow, that was stupid that I ever thought that was hard. Mm-hmm. That's, I suppose um, you've, the goal is to try and live like you don't have it. Which is how I live now. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I, I do not have anxiety. I don't. I just don't. I get nervous like any normal person when something important's happening. I get stressed like any normal person with hard days of work or stuff like that. But I'm, I do not have anxiety. I do mm. not have it. I will never have it again. I, I absolutely conquered it. Yeah. And it took a long fucking time. And it was fucking hard. Uh, but I will never have... I, will just, I won't have crippling anxiety again. I know how to beat it. I know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will not accept it in my life again. Yeah, it's like me with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I'd like to point out it was you that brought up Assassin's Creed James this time <laughs> to our listeners uh, I just thought I just beautiful. thought that was a perfect out of context for Pillars moment that I had Absolutely to interject there yeah. so I just take the bit I want it from the bit where Tyler says and I will not accept it in my life anymore and then me saying it's like Assassin's Creed that's the bit, that's yeah, the bit. That's it. someone get that on no context for Pillars yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Zeke. And don't include this bit for fuck's yeah, sake. We're explaining Whatever it, and you then do, put, yeah. don't include this bit. Because this gives it context, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Just that bit that I said. Just do that bit that I fucking said. If there is any more, I'm not There's going to be a comeuppance, my friend, if there is any more. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to clip that you. bit that you just said, explaining what he shouldn't do. <laughs> not the clip. <laughs> That'll be uh, way better. That'll be way better, because that's still out of context. Um, that's funny yeah but yeah that was a fucking super intense um topic of it the show it was indeed fucking um, hell I don't think there's any point in getting to anything else like no. whatever was yeah like whatever was on that list doesn't matter main topic doesn't matter we'll talk about all that stuff one day um yeah. that's yeah that was the as always podcast where we talk point, about yeah. fucking anxiety wow it, I think it had to happen now. this way. It had to happen naturally. It couldn't have just happened. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't have planned that conversation. Like yeah. Today, guys, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about anxiety. Yeah, it sounds um, like a PSA. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. had to be a natural process, I reckon, for it to be meaningful. Yeah. Um, so that's that's good. Um, but there we go, I guess. That's, as always, podcast 118. Um, coming in at just about two hours. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Good shit. Right. Yeah, and I and I know and I know both you boys know this. Obviously, you're you're smart dudes um, that know yourselves really well. But 
none of you have any reason to ever fucking be anxious. Mm. The two of you are super, like, amazing people. Uh, with yeah, every bit of confidence and capabilities to do fucking anything. Like, I just... I, we're, we're getting deep. I'm just going to say... Yeah, I'm deep. just going to put that out we're there. Deep. Like, I, I know you both pretty well. Um, and you've got no reasons not to be the mo- two most confident people out there. James, I legitimately believe you're the best YouTuber that's out there. Oh, Legit- I watch a lot of YouTube. <laughs> I, I watch quiet. a lot of YouTube. You, you have the best fucking content I've seen. Yeah. Maybe real life law is a bit better, but like you're <laughs> second. <laughs> Uh, but I, I fucking mean that. Like, you make the best content I've ever seen on YouTube. It's it fucking fantastic. incredible. It. It's fantastic. I really, really appreciate it. Because it's all I do, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, a lot. And I, and I think I think George is like... like He's like this thin paper-thin wall away from being the most charismatic man alive. Like, I really do. <laughs> he's just got this, like... I don't know what it is. I don't know what you got to do, George, but it's fucking right there. I see it in you. As you've got all this fucking charisma. All, yeah, you're so You'll be close the to being f- the next Ubisoft protagonist. I, I think George will be the biggest lady killer. I know if he just oh, fucking man, I hope there's so. just this there's just this like little tiny thin paper wall. He just needs to like Terrible. lightly flick. He's just gonna rip, and he's all the charisma. I'll he'll be a fucking away. lady killer. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. He'll get there. I'll get the lady killer perk on fucking Fallout. And it's gone. The women, they yeah. like run obscure gaming references, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, do. they, they do love it. They go, oh, he's a, he's, he's a quirky nerd, and they love it. <laughs> At least that's what they tell me on Twitter. I don't know if it works yeah, in they, real life or not. They do say that but, on um, Twitter, but whenever I make do. a gaming reference in real life, I get shunned. <laughs> you know? it's, it is weird, isn't it? Um, I don't, I just, it's almost like girls don't know what they want. It's but, like no one wants yeah. a, soft, a soft nerd boy. <laughs> what the fuck even is that? I hate women. This is the turn to the most ill incel conversation I've ever heard. <laughs> what the fuck? Dealing with our anxiety now, we hate women and they don't understand us. <laughs> and they don't want me. Why does this fucking girl want me? I've got all these I'm perks nice to IRL. Her. I've been nice I've to her, man. I've the, I've the lady killer perk on. I fucking I bow and kiss <laughs> her feet. I, cl- I, cl- points. I carry I carry her bag to her locker every morning, and then she just goes and fucks some dude that's mean to her. I don't get it. Uh, and then calls me afterwards. <laughs> she calls me yeah. afterwards and says, "Oh, she's wiping cum off her chest." <laughs> <laughs> that's what Joe does. Oh god! Podcast. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he does. He does do that. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, no one knows who Joe is. No <laughs> Nobody one knows, knows who Joe what is. the fuck I yeah. just said. No, no means. one knows who Joe is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No one oh. knows who he is. Oh my god. Okay, oh, that's yeah. what I think. It's time to wrap up now. Another wonderful, okay. as always, podcast. An unexpected, as always, podcast, but yeah. amazing unexpected. nonetheless. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah. Then. <laughs> So you get the girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, big thank you to our That's Patreon right. producers. We got King Richard the Third, Damien, Josh Devellier, Olberic, Didlotic, Real Cinema, In Hawkins, aka H Bus Twelve, Seth, and honorary Patreon producer Borsak Forty Seven, the legend. Yeah. Uh, sure. Thank you all so much for your continued support. You're bloody fantastic. Uh, and uh, if you like what listen to, if you like what you're listening to here, and you're like, I just need more of this podcast because this has been a blast then you can go head over to patreon.com forward slash as always and there is a whole world to explore. Almost 100 podcasts we're coming up on off the Clubhouse podcast and it is the best podcast 
that exists out there. We talk about so much shit. It's a great fucking time. So that's somewhere you're going to want to go um, if you just need more of this because that's exactly what it's going to give you. And it's just a dollar a month. That's that's all it is. And you get access to that every second week as well as a week's early access to the Cinema Room podcast as well as um, 24 hours early access to any big projects me and Tyler do such as my Horizon video I just put out um and uh tyler's uh bloody history of assassins video things like that when we have these bigger videos that we're working on they'll be out 24 hours early on uh on patreon so that's somewhere you can go to get all of that stuff it's really worth it and it helps support us and we're trying to hit our goal of 200 patrons this month in march and we're 12 away so join help us out uh, i'm sure you'll have a blast over there and to thank everybody pledging five dollars or more we have got king richard the third damien josh develier alberic did lotic real cinema ian hawkins aka aka <laughs> aka hbark12, Seth, Bullsack47, Casey Wood, Pink Flame Throwing 3, Tony the Tarbiter's Pasty Dinas, Adam Sutherland, Alfie Rosell, Jamie Brown, Jesper Olsen, Lumistrad, Mario for 380, Mcock, Kimosabe, Kimosabe Gamer, Cream Pies, Ollie Hodges, The Creed, Josh J. Anderson, Brendan WQ Overlord, Ravjai, Summer Dylan, Diogo, Benedict Parker Returns, Gwen Hughes, 2018, 1998, 20, uh, Max H, Gene is doing bits in the coal mines, Owen Brain, Zeke Collins, Son of a Bitch, OG Adogo, Harris Bat Assassin, Noah Watts, Furious Coco, Sab2557, Nick Miller, The ACMJS, uh, Radok, Casper Coral, Smexy Dork, Lewis, Cassassin, uh, S. Jaws, Emil Catborg, Joshua Mora, Walshy, Ginkgo Swag, Malha is Chunky Boy, Mass the Bass, Ashton is on hashtag Team T Bone, Conversation is objectively worse than As Always Entertainment. Uh, Joe the Sex Boy Smith, Joe aka Founded Scarab, Evan Brown, Iron Rod, Luca, Alfie Robert, Brian Ford, that's how it be sometimes, Fishy, Ben Fryer, Team Anna Travis, Billy, the Team Tonight Captain Robinson, and Baby Boy. Thank you all so much for continuing support. You're all bloody fantastic, and I just hope that list continues to grow. You can get on it for $5 um, if, you, if you're wondering, anyone. Um, well worth it in my opinion because you get to hear us say your voice every every time we do one of these say your voice say your voice get to hear us say your voice it's a beautiful list it is fucking um, is growing and growing it is oh, growing God. i remember i listened to the first episode of clubhouse the other day and we read the list and it's literally three names holy shit um that's so weird which was which was so weird so crazy, um man. That's just how much it's grown, and we thank all of you so much. We're bloody wonderful people, um, except for McZed. You're awful. Yeah, <laughs> you're a bad person. You know, but we love you. We love we you love anyway. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're an awful you're person, aware. obviously, you know, and you know that, and you know that. You're no good. Um, um, but there it is. All right, thank you for joining us, gamers. Thank you for joining us, George. It's been a blast. Yeah, it's been fantastic. It has been a fucking um, blast. And we'll see everybody in a week's time for Clubhouse on Patreon, as well as uh, the public episode of Cinema Room coming out in a week's time, which will be on You Season 2, uh, which is currently now out, currently right now, uh, on Patreon, early access. So if you want to listen to it early, that's uh, what's out right now. Um, Phenomenal. And uh, that's it for the podcast. We'll see you all next time, boys. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Uh, is it no one else saying bye? See you later. Goodbye. No? Okay. That was all right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs>